And I know you don't care about the fans at all, but I do. But you have to show up at All Out. This is my final offer. You're not going to get a better one. WWE presents Clash at the Castle. Yet another member of the bloodline. Cousin. Solo Sokoa. So this is No Sold, episode six. Here we are again, back at it. I'm here with my guys, Deuce and Domino. I don't know which one's which. Deuce. I guess I'm Deuce. You're Deuce. If, if you're Deuce, you're Snooka's son, so that's cool. I'll take Son you. of a very controversial. Yeah, I guess. Rest. I guess I'll tell you. Nicest wrestler I've ever met. Yeah, not nicest to you, but. We don't know about hey. it. Anyway, well, we RIP Jimmy. Know. RIP Snooker. That's right. So how, how are you guys feeling this week? How's I'm, everything I'm going? good, but let's not forget our manager, Kim Chi. Straight, <laughs> from, straight from the jungle. That's funny. I just saw a picture of um Andre holding Kamala up in a match. It, Kamala looked like a little baby. It just showed, it put in perspective how huge really? Andre was. I guess, oh, yeah. I guess Andre was only like 5'8". Five nine, uh, Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. Kamala's yeah. a shorty. <laughs> According to, to Frank's shorty. measurement uh, system, Andre's what six two, six three, six six on a good day. <laughs> I don't. I keep showing you guys photographic evidence. I don't know why you're judging me. Uh, I just think it's funny. It, it's it's the truth. Sometimes I think it's a bad angle. Sometimes I think he's you know two steps behind Wilt because they <laughs> like to compare him to Wilt. But um. Yeah, do some yeah, domino here. Like when a guy is like standing in front, it's all yeah. photography. Exactly. It's so, a slander, uh, Dre. It really is the East West connection. I'll give you guys that. I also learned that this is apparently the East Coast sign. Is it? I thought that this was universally known for something else <laughs> that we're not going to speak of, but apparently this is the East Coast sign. So I will oh. do this henceforth. There you go. Well, welcome, welcome. Uh, last week's episode was was interesting. We went in depth about a man who's front and center in the news today, I guess, CM Punk. We spent uh, a good amount of time talking about Punk's career. Some people didn't think we covered enough. Uh, Mike Zern. Some, <laughs> some people Should have thought, been eight hours, Dalt. Some people thought it ran a little long, but uh, either way, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, we did get more great feedback uh, overall, but... Did you guys enjoy reminiscing uh, and just going over the the career of Punk from the from the early days in ROH up to current day? I love talking about Punk. I love talking about Punk with you because we <laughs> always battle. We'd almost never agree, other than that he was a good <clears throat> overall. We almost never agree, so it's always fun for me. And he's super topical, like Duke mentioned. So it sure is. It's gonna be uh, interesting. It was yeah. cool for me to watch him because. Um, I don't know. You kind of like lose your love for some guy sometimes. And like rewatching a lot of his stuff was like, damn, man. Like, yeah, he was the shit. Like there were times that he was my favorite guy, you know, and if you can say that, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's always a pleasure to to watch that. But real quick, one thing before we get into it, one of our listeners, Jen, um, she's been listening since day one and um it actually 
she started talking to her dad about wrestling again and they kind of like reconnected talking about pro wrestling and it all kind of sparked from her listening to the podcast so i think that's awesome very cool that's awesome bringing families back together (laughs) shout out to jen thank you jen for listening every week yep that's really cool family and friends because we've had friends come back around Absolutely. so yeah <clears throat> and it's you know, a blast so... doing it i get to hang out with two of my best buds every week yeah right. yeah well my father couldn't give a shit about wrestling so <laughs> i mean my mom still do- my mom still doesn't know who my favorite is yeah <laughs> she still wow. thinks it's Shawn michaels yeah she that's... still thinks it's Shawn michaels oh my god that's funny my mom follows mm-hmm. bret hart on instagram and still uh drools over him so what are you gonna do oh wow that's awesome it's funny um, I roll over them too. So. <laughs> well, speaking of um, like followers, comments, and whatnot, I mentioned Zern. You know, he, he enjoyed the episode, but uh, he was wondering what what you were watching in that reflection, Duke. And uh, could you fill Zern in on what was in your? It's funny. I can film him because I actually just texted him, and he texted me back right now. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. I was watching uh, the best of CM Punk in Impact Wrestling. Oh wow. Yeah, to familiarize myself again with that's uh, funny. That's actually where I I mentioned um, like I first saw him. So I just wanted to see all the weird, you know, it's a lot of weird matches and weird interactions. Like, yeah, it's just cool. Like, I like seeing that stuff. He got to work with a lot of uh, actual different eras, believe it or he not. Did. Even and a lot of like legends. That's what I meant. Interact yeah. with a lot of like legends. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else really quick? We're going to get into punk, but is there anything else you guys wanted to maybe add that you might have left out as far as, you know, anything, any moment or any feeling or, or you know, closing thoughts that came after the fact that you were like, shit, I should have jumped all over John about this point or that point. Or is there anything you guys wanted to add or no? No, not really. I think we covered it. I mean, there was a comment in the... uh on the video that I thought was funny. Is it by Shane John John Petrick? <laughs> Probably. Does, do we know who this John Petrick Jr. Yeah, is? Yeah, that is actually my cousin's husband. Can I address your cousin's Shout husband? Shout out to Annie and Henry, who just turned one little baby Henry. All right. I, I mean, yeah, no. he killed Cody. Yeah, shout, shout out, shout yeah, out to yeah. his, <laughs> shout out to the kids. But John Patrick, I got, I got to, I got to come at you for a minute. The money, I want to <laughs> say before John Tucci gets into anything. John <laughs> Patrick Jr. I actually I just read it. Like I liked your comment. Ago, yeah, I, think, I liked yeah. your comment on the post. One of the most delusional comments I've read so far <laughs> in all of our. So let me just get into this real quick because he mentioned uh Cody Rhodes being a crybaby and you know taking his ball and going home. He compared CM Punk to Cody Rhodes. So let me just mm-hmm. just quickly give him a little Two so they're goats. totally di- totally different situations. All right. And I want to try not to be too stiff, but I do want to respond. So so Punk walked out on his actual commitment, right? Like he actually walked out on a contract. He victimized himself buried the company on his way out for the next seven years, continues to do so. Loves to blame the WWE. Such a shill. Listen, bro, he loves to blame the WWE for all his poor experiences in wrestling. You know, he's stricken it from his whole resume. And he's had zero accountability. Listen, he's had zero accountability regarding his uh, WWE exit. So he paints the victim scenario. Then you got Cody left as his contract expired, you know, legally. They couldn't reach a new deal. And he's praised and commended Tony Khan and AEW on his way out. Did business like a pro. So, like, I know, like, this John John Petrick, 
You clearly don't like Cody since you call him the American sellout. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but once again, on the topic of hate and resentment, you're you're letting your hate for Cody blind you to the reality. And most importantly, you're ignoring some truth. So listen, Cody also went no, back. No, no, no. Hold no, on, no, let me no, just let no. me I gotta just defend John. I gotta defend John. I'll let you. Bit. I'll let you defend John. Okay, Give me right, one right. second. So, so Cody also went back to the place he was before WWE, right? Because he wanted to prove to himself and others that he's good enough to main event and be a top guy. Mm-hmm. And and look, Cody took shots at Triple H and some storyline aspects when he was in AEW, but he didn't go on podcasts and like try to blame Triple H and WWE for taking his passion or, you know, blame them for being miserable. So. In his return interviews, he mentions like he really wasn't ready back then. He takes some accountability. So I don't remember Punk ever owning up to any of his mistakes in WWE or ever talking about. Dude, here's what Cody did. Cody was a mid-card guy. He started a show with a bunch of guys who hadn't been on television in the United States. You know, big overseas, big in the indie scene. And then as soon as some real big fish came into the show, suddenly... He bailed out. Suddenly, it's not the shit he wanted anymore. Suddenly, his contract it's expired. Too, yeah, but you could have signed a new deal. You know, like like everyone Shows else to walk away, but not during his Ex- contract. He exactly, walked away because he went. Expired. He went to the show that was dog shit because he knew he could get over with the kids. They pipe in crowd noise. They even so it wasn't. You didn't have these silent promos like he was having at the end of his run in AEW, even though they're pretty silent in WWE. You know, once he couldn't mooch off these guys anymore, he let me go over there. Let me make a deal a contract with Vince where they're going to guarantee me everything. And I don't really got to be over to get it. And then, uh, they didn't punk do that. I mean, punk, punk signed that contract when he was, punk was over. Punk was the most over guy in the business. Something Cody could never say. Wow. Well, listen, I don't remember punk ever owning up to any of his mistakes in WWE. So we're ever talking about ultimately going back to prove to Vince that he should main event a mania. (laughs) He stayed away. He struck it from his record book. And look, Cody's situation to Punk's couldn't be more different. I think Cody was the professional adult in the room in AEW, and Punk was the anti-authority bratty kid towards the end. And there's no similarities, but like we do thank you for listening. You're right. One is a high-level main event or world champion. The other guy is a mid-card jabroni. <laughs> and now Ooh. he's going to... Now he's going to come back. Jabroni. Now he's going to come back to WWE wow. with Triple H in charge and get no crowd reaction again. What? And Triple H is going to have Johnny Gargano. All he had to clean. do was. T- <laughs> <laughs> well, I disagree with the no crowd reaction. And I think that also we're not going to turn this into Punk versus Cody. Punk is an all time great for sure. <laughs> um, Cody is not that. Not yet. But uh, you you come on. You think Cody is an all time great? Already. John. That return at Mania. That, the match he had, when all he had to do was take off that robe and show that bruise, he was already goaded. Goaded. That match. Like, just like Braun Strowman 2016, 2018. <laughs> That's true. Let's Twitter, be honest. According to Twitter know. users. That <laughs> Listen, look, we thank you, Let's John Patrick, for, for listening and watching and commenting. Thanks, but... John. Keep putting comments in the fire this guy up. Well, I just want to say I, I do thank you, but let's not be delusional and let's keep it real. And let's not hate blind us from truth. So you thank you. Do the same I know you do the same thing. Punk, thing. Exactly. Exactly. I look I real love quick punk though. Hold on. Let me defend Cody real quick because we're not going to make a whole thing of it. But those AEW fans are fickle as fuck. They're ready to turn on everybody. That's wrestling. And listen, fans. I love a oh, yeah, all wrestling mm-hmm. fans. You're right. Like 
Cody was doing great shit there. I think he was I think he was the best promo in pro wrestling period. Still when is. he left and those fans just didn't fuck with him because the, he, Cody put himself over all the time. Look at his record. No, he didn't. Uh, right, I don't so. think it was that so much to me with Cody because I didn't mind Cody winning because usually I didn't think there was too many. Maybe Malachi Black there like toward the end was like, why is Cody beating this guy yeah. a couple of times? You know, maybe there was a couple at the end. But my issue with Cody was that he started doing the thing that he said he wouldn't do and stopped listening to what the crowd was giving him. You know what I mean? Started just trying to force whatever narrative he wanted down his throat. Kind of came off as cringy and unaware sometimes, like speaking to the crowd, you know? So that's what, to me, got the crowd turning on Cody just a little bit. Because I remember, I thought Cody's promos were great. And then I remember being like, okay, dude, like, you you don't need to save us. You know, listen, listen, I I don't mean to cut you off, but when we do our mega episode on Cody Rhodes next year when he wins the <laughs> WWE title winged eagle it'll be a 20 minute spectacular we're gonna after do a big four hour deal we're gonna talk about Cody after he returns the Royal Rumble winning the Royal Rumble yes so at number 27 for now, for now we're gonna put that on ice I, I appreciate the uh the John comments, keep though. writing comments to clown this guy though exactly please please do <laughs> all right well we I had Henry we had a, a pretty massive weekend of pro wrestling. There were a lot. There was a lot a going on. Massive we, week. Massive week. It, it, it faded into the weekend. WWE presented their Clash at the Castle. Uh, we had AEW All Out. We also had in there the NXT show. There was the a lot going collide. on. The worlds collided. So um, we have a lot that we want to sort of just cover if we can to just give you our thoughts on some of these events. And I'd like to start with the WWE's clash at the castle from Cardiff, Wales. If you guys are okay with that, Um, we're not going to necessarily take you through the matches and do the, you know, standard review stuff. But as you guys have thoughts, please fire them out. I have a few, they might not be sequential. They may not be in order, but I have to just say like right off the top that, that heel turn by Dominic Mysterio, although surprising, (laughs) I guess um, I was hate it surprising. It. I guess in the moment, nah, like, I guess they they led up to it. They led up to it, but in that moment, I didn't. I I didn't really see like an actual reason for him to do it on that night. And I, I guess yeah. Yeah. you know the the explanation will come. Well, the thing was, I don't know if you saw. Um, you know, Ray picked Edge to be his partner, and Dominic was pissed off about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean. That's that's fine. I just didn't love Edge's selling of the. the oh, logo. really? I thought it was good. Brutal. He looked him right in the eye. I thought that was cool. Yeah, with no pain in his face. Yeah, I did. Feel it was surprise. It was, was shocked. Well. Yeah, yeah. We Hold get on. hit in the balls. Real yeah, quick, come on. We're talking about this match. Yeah. That pop for Edge, dude. Hmm. Like that shit was awesome to me. I know you guys aren't Edge fans or anything. I'm not the biggest Edge guy, but I do have love for him. I have like, love, for, I have love for Edge. Back, but I have some love. I like him with Ray. That pop, dude, like that pop and like the crowd. We should mention song, that the crowd like, was so good. Like the crowd. Fantastic. Yeah, the crowd was fantastic. a really great crowd. The Cardiff fans. And were they really were singing great. Edge's song, like mm-hmm. the lyrics to it. Like it, it, it yeah. gave me goosebumps, man. And I'm not even like an Edge guy. The crowd is the reason I wanted to enjoy that show more than I ultimately did. And it did help. It it all looked great. We talk a lot about presentation and it looked fantastic. 
it did the set was cool um i feel like i like edge what he's doing though at least trying to elevate dominic and i'm working with ray i like him in that spot rather than what he was doing you know i i didn't Mm -hmm. really care for the judgment day stuff hopefully that's over with edge um because like i do think edge looks so good (laughs) (laughs) well edge he edge looks great you know and i i just I think he still has something to lend to the business as a, as a performer, but I don't necessarily think I need him in a top program, like fighting for the, you know, the world title or anything. It just doesn't do anything for me. Okay. But yeah, also I want to good on them for, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, Good on them for turning Dominic because nobody likes him. Nobody likes him. But my concern is, what does this do for Dominic? Are people going to give a fuck about him? I think people just don't care about Dominic. I don't think that, they dislike him. I just think he does nothing. He's got it's that cool. go away. Heat. Yeah, yeah. We'll give him a like chance, right? Maybe yeah. like because we haven't yeah, heard we'll him cut a heel promo. Sure. Well, we're recording this on Monday, and tonight on Raw, um, he was hanging out with those Judgment Day people, nerds. So, yeah. <laughs> well, if he has any, if he's like a heel, uh, the way his father was a heel, and not his uh. Maybe his biological father, Eddie. We're talking about Rey Mysterio. <laughs> if if he's anything like his dad as a heel, they need to kill this pretty quickly. Yeah, no, but if but he has if any he, of that Eddie love, if he's yeah, I we're gonna find out. Maybe the Are they, you think go. they're gonna he, inter- he delivered that clothesline. He delivered that clothesline on Ray just like Eddie did back in the yep, day. He did. You're right. Are they? Which is are cool. they going into like a, a story? That's going to allude to Eddie really being the father. Is that what the plan is? You think? <laughs> I, Man, I hope sick. not. I don't like I don't when know. they do that. I mean, I don't like when they the use deceased wrestlers. Yeah, callbacks are cool, but it, it might be. It might not be so bad to do that. Just because I don't know what the payoff would be, but <laughs> yeah, um, it'd be interesting. It'd be it'd be soap opera, which you know wrestling is part soap opera. But speaking about Eddie, like his thing with China, I was thinking. I know I'm not alone in this. I guess I didn't realize. Sure, it until, Maria, Maria, and Dominic. Yeah, I guess I didn't really. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that original of a thought, but I was getting the China vibe. I don't think sure. we'll do that because of the time that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't. No, but she gives Rhea, me China Rhea vibes on her own. Yeah, but she stands on her For own. Sure. I think. I think she's more because even China at the time was sort of like in this weird space of like, what is she doing? And they, and it just kind of worked out with her and Eddie mm-hmm. and they really got them both over. But like Ray, I think sort of, she's just her own person at this point, you know, former champion, world champ. I think she, she's in this stupid group, I think, but yeah. uh, I don't think she needs I to think be stuck she's in the any biggest fucking star out of Dominic. that group. Yeah. yeah I don't I want her to be too. like with Dominic, like Eddie was with China. I'm just saying like yeah, her, think, her presentation, we'll she should that. be hopefully depicted as a top, 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 person because i i think she's like yeah. got that larger than life vibe right now mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah i just like i said we're gonna jump around a little bit on the pay-per-view the rollins uh match with matt riddle and uh, i don't know man like seth rollins, matt riddle again by the way mm-hmm. yeah like Official. look i'm not i'm not a big seth rollins fan and i know a lot of people compare him to the great Shawn michaels and i don't think he's anywhere in that you know that That's world but preposterous. he he does have exciting matches and and he's an unreal athlete so i mean so Shawn I, michaels well <laughs> Shawn michaels without i guess without you know a lot a lot of the without the uh, chaps without, without the chaps. charisma without yeah. the ability to hurt everybody that you work with yeah without being a spot fest guy like i don't know i mean rollins Shawn is... michael started the spot fest in wwe stop it 
Shawn I mean, Michaels is infinitely better than Seth Rollins, and I will debate you for four hours about it. It's not even give, close. Uh, give Seth Rollins uh, another 10 years without retiring. No, thanks. Things don't go I can't, his way. I can't but what will they do that, that could ever left. measure up to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, right. the last is brutal, bro. That, that whole shit, the Seth freaking Rollins, too, that whole brutal. thing. It, uh, it kills me it kills me i just you guys know i fuck with rollins ter- in terms of wrestling you know and i mm-hmm. i've always thought he was good enough to be the guy it's, yeah. it's just he's the lamest character, no, character I enjoy you know his I mean? matches like i like you know i appreciate the athlete that he is and stuff you know his character is just ridiculous like i like the monday night messiah i thought that yeah was i thought cool. that was cool yeah yeah too. but like this this like it's just so fake yeah like it's so fake i appreciate him speaking of fake yeah hold on john real quick Mm -hmm. last week we had this crazy interview that (laughs) fucking the internet exploded about because matt matt riddle said i'm gonna effing kill you blah 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 and then this man rides to the fucking ring on a scooter to fight this guy that he's gonna kill can we please use our fucking brains when we're booking matches, well, please. I, I think that's an excellent point. I was hoping Holy you were going to make shit. that. And I don't want to jump ahead to AEW. We will get into all out. But on the flip side, it was a it was a heated rivalry. It's early in the rivalry, but powerhouse Hobbs and Starks. Starks came out with like intent. He was like taking his clothes off, like walking with a purpose. And I was thinking about what you said about Matt Riddle coming out riding a scooter. Yeah. And it's like they forget they yeah. forget that, like, hey, man, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a fight. You're fighting. You have a reason. The guy offended you to the mm-hmm. point where you were going to kill him. Fucking leave your scooter backstage. Yeah, n- like, normally, you're a fun-loving guy, blah, blah, blah. I get yeah. it. Like, you smoke weed, whatever, 420, whatever. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, when this guy insults you and your family and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and you're cursing him, telling you you're going to effing kill him, and then you ride, you take time to paint your nails yeah, and then you ride out, to, you know, to the ring on a scooter. Like, yeah, come on, dude. Well, it's all in the details, and I think that they, exactly. you know, they definitely yeah. missed on that one because it. Just, but you would it, think it, it would add the to the match, guy right? In charge the new guy in charge, who's a wrestling guy, because yeah. WWE tweeted wrestling the other day. Yeah, yeah, so and they're allowed to say I wrestling wrote. now. You would think that the guy in charge now, the wrestling guy, would be like, hey fucking let's make sense dude i I love triple h forever for for real but he did have another comment this week because i like to just like read what his you know i think it was with ariel hawani but he said something like i'm not trying to fix anything we don't think anything's wrong here yeah that's a fucking problem that's that's a bad sign yep so it's like all right I guess I'm going, you know, I'm gonna the same fucking guy did say though that there were they were wrestling in bars before Vince they were wrestling in bars and fucking little clubs before vince mcmahon came around and so right. you don't have to you don't have to rewrite history we, right. we're not yeah brain dead okay trips has been contradicting himself a little bit but um can i bring up as we continue four with out the, of ten yeah but uh like i said we're not going to go match for match but i do want to say um before we get into like some of the bigger matches on the card like you know roman reigns and drew mcintyre i was excited because i thought Speaking of fixing things or changing things, I thought they ditched the 3D graphic stuff. Remember we touched on that? <laughs> and it's bad. It's still there. Nope. I'm like, this it's big Roman Reigns 3D figure. Shit. I'm like, yeah. why? 
They don't. Have I to- thought Roman's entrance was so cool. I think his music sounds cool. Yeah, the way does. he came, it was all cool except for this giant three D fucking Roman yep. Reigns for no reason that looks so dumb. I think they all it look does. dumb, but it Roman's especially. Look cool. look, yeah, it like I don't, cool. I don't mind those three D graphics like you guys do if they look cool, mm-hmm. but it just looks corny to yeah. me. Very. I thought like that main event jumping around again like i did think the main event felt like a fucking main event it did. i will say that like For sure it, and once again credit to that crowd yeah man. that drew mcintyre video package yep got the me like song we were texting back and forth and i was like i think i'm here for the the moment of drew mcintyre yeah. winning just because it yep. was it got me hyped it made me feel like oh fuck the crowd is lively the guy is almost from there you know not quite but closer to where he's from the crowd was super behind them roman came out he looked like a million bucks he looked like the world champion the entrance was fucking cool great. yeah the entrance yeah. was cool so like it got me you know jacked for the main event a little bit even though it's a matchup that you know i don't care Jacked. so much about yeah but it was it felt like a big cool. match like you said it had a big match feel where in the, the crowd really helped because i thought that card was average overall you know the, like, the, like, you mean the car before you saw it or like the actual match was like no as, as it played yeah as it happened you know like overall when it was all said and done i thought it was pretty average but the main event was cool enough i think they kind of they they muddied it up a little bit too much for my taste you know but yeah. um but i do think it was like it felt important but the crowd really made it because even from like the early matches like with uh with uh, Bailey and her squad going against Bianca, like the crowd was so hot, even for that match, which I thought was you know okay, but right. the crowd made it feel like oh this is important, you know. No, yeah, the crowd was super into uh, the Sheamus and Gunther match, which I thought delivered in you know an old school kind of way. Um, that was the best match in my opinion. Yeah, it was pretty physical. I I enjoyed that, but I I'm with you, Frank. Like the card itself, as it played out, it didn't. You know, and look, crowds can make a match or break a match or make a card or break a card, right? Sometimes. So, like, the, mm-hmm. the crowd really helped that show. I felt like a big match feel. Like we said, Roman's in the midst of this legendary run. You had a cool Davy Boy Smith comparison with like Drew McIntyre. It felt a little similar. Like, yeah, he could maybe get that moment. And you said you were kind of cheering for the moment to happen. Um, yeah, because going into it, I thought Roman easy. I mean, he's not losing the fucking belt to McIntyre. You know, it's just like he has this long title reign. He's almost had two years, whatever. I just thought it was a no brainer. But the match itself, the build to it, even maybe not even so much the build to the match, but right. just the night of the night of as like it was about the hype happen, package, it, like yeah, you said, the video package. Yeah, it just made me feel like, oh, okay. Maybe this guy does have a fucking chance. And there was a lot of close calls, too. It ended up being, it ended up being fun. Very but fun. Too, Very too fun. many people running in. Too many. There was Austin Theory did his thing with Tyson Fury interrupting. Karrion Cross and his lady were in the crowd sort of interrupting. Um, You know, it was just, it was just too much. And then that, at like, the end, yeah, the, oost, the big Yeah, oost. exactly. The new oos. So, like... It just ended up being too much where by the end of it, I was like, all right, well, I think I feel like you guys ruined the moment. Like if Drew was going to win and have like this memorable moment that kind of watered it all down, that I was fine with Roman taking the strap. Yeah. Even though I think even though I think Roman should just fucking win a match every now and then. Like, why can't he just I, I know he's the heel. and We debated this. I know he's the heel and you get like away with these cowardly wins, but sometimes, you know, you could just be a badass and nobody could fuck with you, you know? And it's like, I don't think of Roman as like this cowardly heel that needs 
Like he can't win a match without the Usos. He's had, now with, he's had you know, some good wins. Yeah, yeah he's, but, he's, he's but he's also had Finn Balor falling off the ropes and then he pins them. Yeah, you know? or or like you know something like this where like everybody has to be involved and it's just like let him just win. I I want to believe the guy is this dominant champion. Mm-hmm. Just let him just let him beat him. I mean, that he's he's had. His hit list is pretty pretty significant, though. If you want to go down, you know, if you get into who he's beaten, and I'm not, I you know, I know he didn't beat everyone straight up, but he's got some some big wins racked up in this run. Um, we got to remember, like we're watching this stuff as it happens, and it's like if we had this ability, some sort, some people did, but like, let's say Pedro Morales, you know, or or Bruno, like during these long title reigns, you dissect each and every moment, every match, and it's like you pick it apart and like. If we did it for them, like maybe we would have found flaws and holes in like Bruno's run. So I just think what Roman Reigns has been doing, like it's pretty epic for the time. My, my only debate is just that I feel like Roman should get wins like Brock get with Brock is rarely getting wins because some tag team comes out the back and interferes and da-da-da, so Brock is able to win. No, Brock is usually just fucks guys up with yeah. one way or another, you know, and I feel like Roman should be in that same well, but yeah. they, they try to interweave the, the bloodline yeah. thing, I guess, you know, so, yeah. but real quick. And then um, I want to ask you guys a question, but the Davy boy Smith comparison was cool. Cause I like, like right as, as you were making that they were doing this cool, like vertical suplex spot where they were just like battling to try to get a suplex off. And the crowd was like super into it. It was like a simple thing that I appreciated in the match, but um, Tyson Fury, like Frank, you made the point that he's a very, you know, he's a huge deal in boxing, but like him being there, it adds prestige. It adds like a big, big fight thing, big fight feel. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, I know you're not a huge fan of like mixing in celebrities and outside, you know, to make it a spectacle. Would you guys care to see him get back into the WWE mix and like have <laughs> no. a match? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no. I was fine with like, you know, that kind of interaction over like the, over the weekend. He punched the guy. Cool. Okay. I don't need you to see, I don't need to see you wrestle. You know, I don't need you to try to wrestle again, whatever that is, you know, Tyson Fury, I think is a big deal. We were going back and forth on whether or not we felt like since it was in the UK, it's a huge deal. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like if that was in Vegas or something, maybe the the effect is different. Like I was there when Tyson Fury first showed up on that SmackDown, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was in that crowd, you know, and I was like, oh, look, that's Tyson Fury. You know, it was kind of cool and it was relevant because, you know, he's the heavyweight champion. But yeah. over there, it's another thing. Him and the guys like Anthony Joshua in boxing, you know, they're like mm. they're like genuine mega stars, right? That they get a lot of love here. Don't get it twisted. But over there, it's like they're kings, you know. So it's uh, to me, it's cool to see him, right? But <laughs> that's the extent of the interaction I'd like. Just throw hands with somebody, maybe. Yeah, I don't need to see you have a match like Mayweather or like Tyson Fury did. You know, like it's yeah. all that's unnecessary. I just want them to sing songs at the end of every show. Dude, that whole thing too. I think that was like one of the biggest fuck ups of the event for me is having that on. We're talking about common sense. Oh my it's God. like this guy just this Drew McIntyre just got screwed out of a just lost the biggest shot. match. Of his yeah, life. the biggest match in front of his like essentially what's yep. essentially his hometown crowd, you know. And then he's just singing songs. Listen, with Tyson man, that's Fury what you do, end, you know? right? I don't and think I, when he... you have a bad day, don't you just go home and start singing, <laughs> singing Bye Bye yeah. American with Pie? fucking strangers. Yeah, like I even. <laughs> I even was kind of not defending it with you guys in the chat, but like Duke was like, what the hell is happening? You know what I mean? And I understood, like, oh, when Tyson Fury gets these big wins, he did it over Vladimir Klitschko and Deontay Wilder. He gets on the mic and he starts singing. Yeah, he starts getting, starts singing one of these songs and the crowd 
kind of awkwardly joins in, you know, and it's always terrible. It's not like he could really sing, but it's kind of become his thing. So I understood what was happening. I don't think his voice was that bad, honestly. I think the moment was cringy, but I didn't think his voice. <laughs> oh, was Fury that bad, had, a, had a nice voice, actually. He was fine. Yeah. But um... but my whole issue is that Tyson does it when he just defended his world when he wins or he right. just won, you know, right. and now Drew McIntyre is doing it. Like, bro, you just lost. And the you guy cheated the you. Biggest match of your and life, you're just yeah. like, it's all, all good. You know? Well, there's like, a chance he said I'm having a laugh. He's a, he's he's a happy guy. Happy guy. There's a chance that he thought they were off air. You know how they do the posts. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. It felt like it yeah. did. That's why I say this. That was the mistake. Cause it's like, send if that was off air and send the crowd happy, I get it. That, you know, shit like that. But for like the pay-per-view, yeah, it shouldn't be on for another 15 minutes after the guy lost because he's singing to the crowd with Tyson Fury. You know what I mean? It's just odd, but whatever. It, the it cool, it was cool though that the ending. Uh, Duke, did you enjoy the match itself? And like, I know you're not emotionally invested in probably either one of those guys enough to like hope they win at this point. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's funny because we were, you know, we always, like Frank said, we're always texting throughout these shows and like we all feel kind of the same about drew like we like drew but like we don't like really care if he wins or not which is a weird thing yeah. i don't know we can't find I, anything I, wrong with drew yeah we like just... i think like i like him because he looks cool like i i appreciate his work ethic you can tell he works really hard you know um but like i say this about roman all the time like his presentation is great like, I'm happy that um, they let him talk and be a heel and stuff. But, like, his matches are just exactly average, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like, yeah, this yeah, was a I bit just, better, I think, uh, from some of the but more once again, was it or is it that awesome 60,000, you know, crowd? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I think like, that helps, honestly. You know, I mean, uh, like, I, I think that can make a match better, right? If you put Hogan and Rock in front of. 35 people can, it's but what i'm saying is like was it a great match are you going to remember this forever like no i don't think any of yeah. his matches are like all timers i think this two-year reign you know we're constantly saying oh this you know this crazy reign that roman's in like it's it doesn't mean well i'm gonna to play me. devil's advocate real quick and you? just yeah me no <laughs> but i'm just gonna say once again like we pick this stuff apart we nitpick it like some of our favorite guys bret hart macho man right i'm not okay, gonna put you, i'm not on. gonna put before you on the spot you, hold on before you proceed they're two of the greatest in-ring workers of all time no doubt now go now go ahead i will agree but not to put you on the spot macho man was champion for quite a while over a year you know brett had his year tell me five three macho man matches in that run that you're like i'm not you know that you remember like during it as a champion when you know macho saying? man was the champion yeah it's like you we, mean like as the good guy and then he eventually lost to hogan sure yeah that one or even as a heel i like, can't but i can name 10 all-time great his career macho man matches yeah right can, i mean you i name you. 10 let me now let me play devil's advocate <laughs> let me put you on the spot okay. name five half of what i can name great roman reigns match great you can't yeah, so great. we yeah you can't yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah. move forward and i don't i'm not saying that to be a dick no but it's apples you. and oranges man i'm like, just roman my, reigns, my point is it's like it's more sometimes we're oversaturated with content now with these guys right and it's like it all gets jumbled together because roman's had these long roman's reign. not even on tv though do we but he still defended it against like 25 guys we can rattle he off did. he's beat like 25 average matches 
Uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue do with that. Do we all agree that Roman Over two Reigns years. is? Do we all agree that Roman Reigns is in his spot because the WWE, WWE machine yeah. got behind him yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. who they wanted? Do we all agree with that? Yeah. Yes. I think he's there because he's the right guy to be there. I, I mean, honestly, like who else would you put in his spot on the roster? Besides I mean, Cody there's Rose. Always, there's besides there's Cody. always, yeah, there's always a guy like that, though. There's always a guy. That right. Put a in guy spot, that they you know? just take and they. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always you work. Know what I mean? You know, and I think this has worked a bit. I'm a little bit more, you know. It kind of always works when they make him the world champion. You, and don't because have you can't you know fucking I mean? it's like, deny yeah, it. Exactly. You yeah, can't it just, deny it. it. They when tried it with a lot of guys. Who did they put them? Who did they make a world champion and let him have successful defenses that it didn't work out? You mean like over this amount of time? Not made many people. Made the guy. Made, made who the have guy. they made the guy and it hasn't worked out? Yeah. Whoa. Because like I know there's guys, right, that they try to shove down our throats, whoever, whatever Jabroni, Ryback. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, you know, I was going to bring up Ron Strowman, Ryback. Catch on, but yeah. But, but they didn't. They didn't have the whole yeah, fucking machine exactly. behind them. Though. Over and saying. over when the, the crowd's neck, booing you out and of the And who knows? Thing, like, I know? thought that they were going to do that with Austin Theory, but now that Vince yeah, is no. gone, who the Seems hell like knows? he's a jabroni. Well, some people exactly. might say... Like he lost again tonight. Some people, people might say that... Um, yeah, no. Some people might say that one of my favorite guys, and I know Frank likes him, but Diesel, Kevin Nash, was given the machine and was a failure. So you could say they that's got behind bullshit. him. Yeah, and I'm not even a big Diesel fan. Exactly. But that's a, that's why a lie. It's, why it's bullshit is like maybe he wasn't the most, uh, like pay per view or money generating champion for the WWF, but he went to the WCW and proved his worth. You know what about Sid? That time, hold on. Oh yeah, that time when Diesel was WWF champion was a bad time in pro wrestling, mm-hmm. dude. And I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, John. Yeah. Right. We've talked yep. about this like the top heel at that time, because I'm fucking rewatching it is like IRS. Yeah. With all due respect to Mike Rotundo, I love Mike Rotundo, yeah. but like it, it has nothing to do with Diesel. And also the money drawing thing is fucking bullshit because WWE is what sells. I don't care who the fucking champion is. WrestleMania is going to be coming to Philadelphia in two years and I'm yeah. going. But and it wasn't I, always I, that way, right? I mean, they did no, try it to wasn't. hitch way, the wagon to a guy. The, sure. Way back in the day, you had to sell your pay-per-view. But yeah. the WWE doesn't have to do that anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to fucking sell because it's WWE. I, I mentioned this before. There are yeah. literally people that don't know other wrestling exists. And Tucci, you mentioned Sid. Yeah, before, he's another one. Before, before Duke had to sun you real quick. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. No, I'm not sunning anybody. <laughs> But you mentioned Sid, but like Sid, Sid was always like that stopgap guy for them. When they needed somebody to come in that was going to be believable, they made him the champion, and then they moved on from him. He was never given like a, the, no, the was, run as nope. the guy. Hold on you now. Know? He beat Shawn Michaels in a no, heat. No, 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 no. Shawn I get Michaels. It. He did. You know, why, though? Because they knew that they could have Sid come in, beat the guy, and it's going to be believable, and he, the crowd will get behind them. You don't think they were trying to put the, the title on Sid and then put the machine Dude, behind he, him they, to they make him? They gave it to Sid so he could drop it in Texas to yeah. Sean. Yeah, but he beat That's Brett. all that happened. He beat Brett, Sean, uh, Sean, and I think Undertaker in like a four-way. He got he accumulated some Once upon wins. a time, Vince, Vince did want – he wanted Sid Justice to be the dude. That mm-hmm. didn't work out. I'm Not just saying, I, I I do think it's like watered down times, but I'm gonna just I, I'm gonna say Roman Reigns, you know his his title reign 
to me, it, it deserves some praise. Like it's pretty epic, I think. Well, you can praise them all you want, pal. Praise and you, once Roman. again, the the presentation, you know, I love, but I just mm-hmm. think he's honestly, dude, when he gets in the ring, even on the mic, I think he's averaged. I think yeah. there's guys that have, are way better than him. Like, I see your point. You know, I just I think he looks great and I'm fucking super happy for the guy. Listen, I'm a human being. The fucking guy came back from leukemia, dude. Like, that's enormous, you know? Yeah. But like, you know just being fair like in pro wrestling terms like i think he's average i do well to close it out i like i like i said it was a, it was a great match but roman did win and i think the moral is that not everyone gets their moment in life at least not right now <laughs> right because drew mcintyre he didn't that's get why his... i don't believe in karma because there's a lot of shitty people that do a lot of shitty things and they're still I, I, to top. me that moment i get it it all makes sense for roman to keep the titles i think it's probably the right decision overall but that crowd, like the way that crowd, the dyna, the dynamism of the fucking crowd with him winning that belt, it would have been one of those forever moments had they pulled the trigger, you know? Yep. Like, and I yeah. get long term, I right. Roman winning makes sense. And we were well, talking Roman's about Roman's got to win. So yeah. Cody can come back at the Rumble, win in the Rumble, and then go, go and on get, to right. and then get squashed. I guess it's the one good thing is <laughs> I'll cry. The one I will actually cry. Why would they fucking let Cody? I don't understand why Cody Bro, would be the what? guy. You don't, you don't understand? like Wade Barrett? Yeah, that's how I feel. It's I, I feel like that me? Wade Barrett guy in the store is going, Cody Rhodes is going to be the world champion. I'm like, but that doesn't why? that doesn't add up for you like this run since he's been back before he got hurt yeah but he got hurt it's yeah. you know like i feel like it was he something was training and now, yeah now it's done but that run he was on like that that trilogy with rollins all that, that stuff like, but yeah that run where he was on it was three matches with rollins it's a that, great story that'll probably happen again when he comes back he'll probably have to do another three more listen if you don't see cody's being like the next guy for the next five years then you no, I, I see it. Cody being a top guy. I don't think he's the guy. I don't oh, see he's Cody the guy. Like, I don't he's see Cody guy. like Brock. I don't see, no, no, no. I'm talking about from a WWF perspective, WWE perspective. Oh, yeah. He's going to be I don't the guy. see him as Brock to them. I don't see him as Roman to them. I see him as, I see him as a big E Langston. Get the <laughs> I see him hell as out a, of here. I see him as a Kofi Kingston. You're you're as delusional <laughs> as John Petra. Oh, man. Maybe a big E Langston. Mike Mizanin. This is getting out of hand. Oh man, types. we're calling. Are you? Wait a minute. Are you this? Now, are you the guy commenting on our video? Are you? Is your alias John? Patrick? <laughs> I'm John Patrick. It's Patrick. <laughs> it was me all along. Solo Sokoa, the Usos' younger brother, by Reigns, thanks to the bloodline. All right. So yeah, up next, we're going to talk about. Just briefly, um, NXT Worlds Collide 2022, where um, they were unifying the NXT and NXT UK titles because NXT UK will be rebranded under, um, I believe it's NXT Europe now. Europe. Is that what they're going with? It is. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. Um, so, Frank, did you check that show out? I did. I did. I thought it was, um, I, you know what? I thought it was a, fun enough show you know nothing special it felt like an nxt show to me it didn't even really if there wasn't all these title unification matches it would just felt like maybe another maybe a longer version of an nxt mm-hmm. episode but i did you know i did think it was o- overall entertainment um it reminded me of like um 
just when you watch like a lower level wrestling show, you see guys working things out. You see guys who are maybe the next guys. And so like, I was seeing a lot of guys like the Creed brothers who I'd heard all this stuff. As someone who doesn't watch NXT all the time, I was like, all right, let me watch these Creed brothers. Supposedly this one dude's a super legit wrestler. You know, it's like, all right, let me see how these guys go. I was unimpressed. Oh, really? Wow. Guys. Yeah. I like the you know, Creed brothers. I think they can wrestle very yeah. obviously, mm -hmm. but it was just like, I, it just was too straightforward wrestling to mm -hmm. me, you know, where I was just like, give me a little more here. Maybe some of the, what, like the issues that Chad Gable had, like originally. You want a little I, like sports entertainment. Yeah, in give there. me a little bit. And yeah. the group who ended up winning that tag team match, jumping into that tag team title unification match. Yep. Uh, it was pretty uh, deadly. Pretty deadly versus the Creed brothers versus Brooks and Briggs yeah. versus uh, Gallus. Yep. And, uh, pretty deadly was like my favorite team yeah of the whole match you well know? once like, again you get back to like the sports entertainment thing yeah it know? was like they had a gimmick what do you I think they of um because it was carmelo hayes defending the north american title against ricochet yeah i don't get carmelo hayes it seems like they really yeah. like this guy do you see something in him that i'm missing i think he's not like my favorite guy even on that show, but there's something about his matches where I sort of, I end up involved, you okay. know, sort of like I do end up, I think he's super talented, you know, mm -hmm. and I think he, I think he could be like a more successful version of Ricochet on okay. the main roster. Like I thought that was like an interesting matchup. Cause you know, he has more personality than Ricochet, yeah. I think, but I don't love what they're, you know, letting him do so far either yeah. like to display that person i feel like they so really much. like him down yeah. there it seems like, like he's it. like yeah i think i he heard now seems had, like, i think i heard sean michaels took like him under his wing and um really works with him more than almost anyone down there which yeah. is interesting i don't know if you guys sean see that might come through. see some of him yeah. in okay. in him because he's a smaller guy yeah okay i actually like the guy that's with him, Trick Williams, more. It's interesting. I think I don't he's like, him like him more. All, really? Yeah. I think he's more like charismatic. Yeah, and I think Carmelo have... Hayes is a guy though for for the future for them. Yeah. You know, like, and I don't say everybody crowns everybody. You yep. know what I mean in NXT or anybody who shows up on the main roster. But like, I think Carmelo Hayes. I was like, oh, there's something about him. I can't quite place it. I have to see more of him. But well, think... like you said, if you're watching him though, yeah. Like that yeah, means exactly. something. It does mean something, you know. And then yeah. we had the um NXT women's title unification. Yeah. Uh Mandy Rose and Miko Satamora. And like Mandy Rose has really like stepped her game up in NXT. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, toxic attraction. Like she's got this nice little presentation, you know. Um, but like her and Miko Satamora, like Miko Satamora is like this world class, like mm -hmm. athlete, yeah. universally respected. And like Mandy Rose, of course, wins. And yeah. it was just like, I yeah. don't know. How did you feel about that one? You know, I, I was actually I've always low key kind of been like a Mandy Rose fan. But like, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. like Satamora seems like the wrestlers wrestler, yep. this world renowned girl, even Blair Davenport, who was also in the match. Yeah. Um, yep who's has like this, you know, extensive history, like all over the world too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then Mandy Rose was sort of like just a WWE product who I always kind of was on her side coming through at uh, WWE. And even was happy when she went to NXT and won the belt. Cause I thought it, it elevated her in a way that she probably 
shouldn't even have been elevated on Raw and SmackDown. If you think about the top girls on both of those shows, you know, so I thought it was like a good spot for her to be. But it is funny to see her beat like the champion. Yeah, of it's like, of course, hundreds you know, of days. WWE or whatever. product. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I thought that I, I actually it's maybe crazy to say, especially with Brown Baker. But I think that may have been my favorite match of the okay. night, low key, you know, because yeah, I just thought right. I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I felt pretty good that Mandy Rose was going to win, but I was just like, but maybe they put some respect on one of these legends, mm-hmm. you know, old school legends name. Maybe Blair Davenport steals it and they decide they're going to try to make her a star. You know what I mean? Like at NXT. And because I feel like she has a good upside, too. I liked her when she was in AEW. I was she was one of the ones that kind of got stuck during the pandemic because she yep. couldn't travel so she yep. ended up not being able to go to back to AEW so she signs to NXT UK and now the rest is history at least for now but I was happy with the ending I did like the way the ending played out Mandy I felt like Mandy Rose you know hits her spots pretty on point I feel like she doesn't fuck matches up and I thought it was okay and I thought she looked like a million bucks too for sure and I think the right person won yeah like I think Mandy Rose you know as we say all the time, it's not about wrestling, mm-hmm. unfortunately, or maybe not, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. and then we got Brom Breaker and Tyler Bate to unify the NXT and the NXT UK title. And I mean, there was this was another no brainer, right? Yeah. I mean, we knew who was going to win WWE product against, mm-hmm. you know, a guy that's five foot nothing. You know who who won the title, and they and they showed him with the strap before the tournament even ended on television. Yep. Yeah, they they he showed up on NXT, you know, American NXT with the belt, and it was like, oh wait, the finals of this tournament haven't even ended, so we didn't know who won the belt. But yeah, I mean, okay, match. I'll be honest, I was dozing during this match. Okay, a little bit, yeah. the Braun Breaker match. Um, it's a lot of wrestling to take in yeah, this week. I like Braun Breaker. I I do think he's a you know talented guy, and we love mm-hmm. his family. But I wonder if uh, if he's getting a lot of residual love from people because of the family and his his dad and uncle. Because I was watching him, dude. I'm like, he looks like such a fucking doofus, you know. Like he when he talks, I'm just like, oh, it's a little rough. And I know he's young, and he's obviously a guy that they have marked for the future, and he's super talented. But I think he's so far from being there still. You mm. know, and it's like mm. and he's like the guy. He's been like kind of like the guy in NXT for the last year or whatever it is. So like, you know, it's interesting to me. He didn't do anything. I keep watching Braun Breaker matches, hoping to be like, oh, this is the next fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't quite get that feeling. I like I think he's good. I think he's solid. And I think he could grow into it. He's still very young. But uh I think they're gonna know, have John, what do you chi- think of I was yeah. going to chime in on that because I did get I did get to see that match. I think he's going to going to eventually have that machine put behind him that we talked about, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll be up to him, I guess, to show us and show yeah. you guys if if you know if it, if it works. I think he's got the charisma. I agree about the residual love thing. Although we are all guilty of uh, handing out some residual love. To I one hundred percent like him because he's Rick Steiner's kid. One hundred percent. I'm in on Brian Pillman Jr. because of his father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Curtis Axel was, <laughs> you know, I mean, we 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 gave him many chances because of he's he's Mr. Perfect Son. So I agree about the residual love thing. I do think uh, that match was solid. Like I said, I caught that one um, out of the whole show. I thought it was solid. I think Braun Breaker's got that like it factor people talk about. You look at him, he looks like a star, but we'll see how it goes. I like that they unified everything. I don't love that they're going to just, I guess, so they're going to abolish NXT um, 
I guess the UK. And then it's going to be, so it's just broadening, I guess, more. Yeah. The NXT. Yeah, that's, it's just going to be plan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one of the biggest so bummers for me, the one of the biggest bummers for me is that they're going to essentially get rid of the coolest belts they had in that company. Yeah. All yep. those designs. The UK women, the titles. Women, awesome. Yeah. The men's title, women's title, even the tag titles. They're like, they're just all cooler, mm-hmm. proper looking world championships. Yep. You know, for yeah. those, even the NXT ones, which aren't the worst in the company still not fucking good you know and it's like yep. still, i you know there's rumor and speculation of new titles whatever we'll see whatever happens with new designs but i don't have any faith that the new designs are going to be fucking cool unless they're just bringing back old designs these right. new designs for the last 20 years really if we think about it have all been shitty unless they went back to an old i feel like design. we talk about that once on every episode at least how we yeah. hate the designs of the wwe championships but the cool real thing quick is, on yeah real sorry. quick on braun breaker mm-hmm. um like, I know what you're saying. We give him love because of, obviously, mm-hmm. like, who his dad is, who his uncle is. But don't you think that he's at least pretty good comparatively to, like, yeah. Brian Pillman Jr.? Definitely. Like, no, Brock no, no, no. Anderson. You know, I don't even like, rate those guys, though. You yeah, know what I mean? So, but like, I'm just I do, saying. Yeah, like, I do rate Braun yeah. as, like, a guy. Like, I could see it. I could see where this is headed. I just hope it it smooths out enough you know and like we look at a guy like roman roman was a big goofy fuck too in those days <laughs> whenever he would talk or anything he was doing was so silly Suffering and now like it's that. smooth he was out uh late lakey cool name was yeah, lakey yeah, exactly. or something yeah. yeah you know so it's like i'm not like writing the guy off yeah but like the way people talk about him i just keep thinking like i'm gonna see like the next dude and to me it's not obvious mm-hmm. you know i think like mm-hmm. it's there he actually reminds me of goldberg yeah, yeah, totally. anybody, yeah, yeah. You know, like exactly. this big dude that does like these big power spots. Like he, he even uses a lot of his moves. But yeah. um, he's intense. Yeah, like that. Yep. Overall, I thought the show was like solid. Once again, there was a lot of wrestling this week, so like you were almost like burnt out. I don't yeah. know about you guys, and I was kind of saving myself for all out, which we'll move into now, John Boy. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're upset about the uh, NXT UK titles, like the actual belts getting like abolished or whatever, you're going to have 600 or 700 titles to stare at every week in AEW. <laughs> the title belts galore. Um, oh, but yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm disappointed by the designs. Strictly, yeah. I'm not mad at the belts going away, but just the designs. I feel like yeah. they should be the fucking belts. Yeah. They just look way cooler. Well, we do want to get into all out. 2022 this was from chicago this was a big one man because all of the intense stuff going on with punk leading into it there was the stuff with moxley we covered that just the build up here it was super intense i think it it had you know a similar feel as far as like the clash the castle not the same amount of fans obviously but they packed the house it was a sellout and it was intense and once again, we're going to sort of jump around a little bit on the show. We might be a little more sequential with this one, but um, yeah, I know like for this ladder match, I know we're going to really come down hard on it. And if I could say my two cents and I'll let you guys have it, it's just the concept itself. I feel like is, is already wrong the, the Just for me, like introducing guys after the fact, because then it just, it makes no sense. You know, you know, the sixth man's going to come out. So I don't love the concept and um, hold on. But speaking of a stupid ass concept, you can win 
before no. everyone's in the ring. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, like what so. The yeah. Fuck. And it, it was never more obvious than when Andrade was in the ring, and it was like, okay, are you just gonna go fucking get the belt because everybody's dead except and your boy? Do you remember Roosh took fucking yeah. forty minutes to get yeah. to the ring? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. what the hell, dude. Yeah, yeah, I will say I never really. I don't know if maybe they just played it better in I think previous they did. matchups, they you know? absolutely yeah. did. Because like, I never really it. noticed. It was like, oh, wait, yeah, like, this doesn't... Like, why isn't Andrade just going up there right now? When it's why just, is that um, even the rule, though? Yeah, yeah. Everyone and then, so should I, have to be in the ring. But then I thought maybe you can't go for the chip yeah. or whatever the fuck they grab until yeah. the last man is out. And then it's like, all right, now you could go get it. But it, that was not the case. There were people trying to go for it and yeah, announcers it a, were talking yeah, about yeah so many guys could have won before the next guy come out fundamentally it's a flawed like concept like i said yeah. i'm gonna go on record say it was one of the worst maybe the worst multi-ladder man multi-man ladder match like i can remember seeing i don't know if i can rate them but i didn't love it as a match i know it was more of a setup for a story and i'll let i know yeah. i'll let you guys talk about it but one point i want to make is this is like I'm going to have good things to say about this show. So I don't, I don't mean to get off on a, a tangent to begin with, but like the Claudio thing, bro, two points here. If he's the ring of honor champion, what's he doing in this match? If that title's supposed to mean anything to me, why is he in this match as just an afterthought, like, you know, not defending that title. I have an ROH rant later, but he's being presented like just as unimportant as he was in WWE to me right off the bat. And I think, I don't know, man. Like, I really, it rubbed me the wrong way him being in the match, let alone the way it just was like botches and the concept being wrong. And then we got the Joker thing, which we'll get into. But what do you guys think about like the participants or Claudio specifically? Because I know we're all fans of his and it feels like a waste, like honestly, already. I mean, it doesn't feel like a waste to me. He's fighting for a number one contender spot for the belt, right? So like the participant part of it doesn't bug me. He's a Ring of Honor champion. And he's in a number one contenders match, essentially. What does that Ring of Honor title really mean, though? It means he's the Ring of Honor champion. I don't understand. What does the Intercontinental title mean? I, I just my point is like, if it's such an important title, shouldn't it be defended on the show? Like, you know, why is he in I this? I mean, match? but we talked about they had no Intercontinental title at WrestleMania for three years in a row or something like that, right? So it's sort of like, I get what you're saying. But it's also on the totem pole of titles in AEW. Obviously, it's a secondary show that they don't even have a program for yet. So if he was defending the title in the pay-per-view, you would also say, why is this fucking Ring of Honor belt being defended on this? I would have said that. Yes, I would. Exactly. So, so, you know, so it's like, you know, I can't win. So having him in the match doesn't bug me. Because to me, it's it's it, you're putting in guys who you think are contenders for the belt in the match. I in guess. hindsight, though, does yeah, it bother yeah. you that he was in it just to be a, a statistic in a quick, messy? No, I mean, did, do you get mad at the Money in the Bank ladder match when all these former world champions in it and they they all don't win the Money in the Bank? You know, it happens. You yeah, but this guy just got here. Guy. This guy just got here, and they're already like, and he's in a number one contender match, and he's in a number one contender. A, a match. terrible. You say it's an after match. Yeah, Terrible. but it's a number one contender match, right? Uh, so it's sort of like I, I, you just wouldn't be happy with honestly, you wouldn't be happy with any spot he was in unless it was like a title shot for like, not a title shot. No, 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 no. Just an important. What would you be happy him doing? Then? Something meaningful with some teeth, with some depth. Just give me something because he was complaining. Not him. I shouldn't say him, but like people complain that he wasn't used properly in the WWE. I can rattle off about twenty right now, twenty moments in the WWE where they did use him correctly. What have they done? 
so far. Okay, and this how many really years was he in me. the WWE? How many years was he in the WWE? And how many months has he been in AEW? <sighs> All right, I don't know, Duke. What do you think about Claudio's involvement <laughs> yeah, in the match and just overall the match? Yeah, no, I can see both your points. You know, um, I don't. I wish the Ring of Honor thing was just a separate thing. We've yeah. talked about this. Please. We've kind of beaten it to death. Um, but like, yeah, he was. All these guys were though. They were tools to get you know the eventual winner, the Joker, to exactly. win. You know, like because I don't. I'm not happy with the way Andrade is being used here either. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's one of my favorite guys. Right. Like, I think that he's treated like a jabroni. Like, I, you know, the, all all of these guys, Pentagon's like one of my favorite dudes. He's a former world champion in other places. But mm-hmm. like here, you know, we're going to have you do a couple spots, pal, and then we're going to have the Joker walk in. Yeah, that match was shit, a big so. disappointment. Overall, it was a though. colossal yeah. disaster. For the guys in the match, too. Like, good guys. Uh, yeah. Roosh, Andrade. Yep. Rush Phoenix four Penta. hours to get to the ring. Yeah, Penta, Wheeler Yuta, even with Claudio. Yep. You know, the only one that's kind of oddball was maybe Dante Martin, but there's always but a guy like a that for the spots. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he's like, Kofi Kingston in this. Exactly, match, exactly. You know? Didn't so the like, spots feel a little off to you? Even like they just no, yeah, it was felt just, right. It just it, wasn't a the yeah, good, it was a, good a match to me. Yeah, yeah they I they didn't. did rebound. They did rebound. So like, yeah. I don't want to. And they created a moment and a story. It was out my of that, lowest like, rated match. match on the card besides Jade's match, which I give. There's a little forgiveness in yeah, the Jade sure. matches for yeah. me, you know. But yeah, Phoenix is gonna fly. Let's get into the Joker aspect. Um, so, so Stokely Hathaway comes out. He. Comes out with a bunch of guys all in masks. He grabs what the was chair. his name in uh NXT? I think it was Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens, Malcolm oh, in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So so some of those guys, I think they all took their masks off at that point. It was uh W Marcy. Who else was out there? Was one of Billy Gunn's kids in there? I thought Ethan I saw Page. It. Yeah, both, both of them, kids. I believe. Yeah. Both of them. And uh, uh Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Yeah. All the guys that um Stokely had been like recruiting over the oh years. i didn't see lee martin okay yeah 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 it was all the guys he was giving his business card to the ass boys them, so yeah ah uh, yeah i don't know about that connection but um yeah i you know my issue with so let's jump in the gun a little bit stokely hathaway ends up grabbing the chip the final participant is revealed it's the joker they play the rolling stone song what's the name of that song you got you, it's the devil's uh oh no it's, um Wow. Whatever though, Rolling. I'm not Stones a Rolling Stones fan. I think yeah, they're the most uh, overrated band in the history I, of rock and roll. I don't agree, but I think they're toward you know one of them. Yeah, I would rank them as one of the most overrated. Oh, there's yeah. like three or four songs I can appreciate, but um, yeah, but yeah, I but think so then was... we have the Joker come out with a sick entrance, and it's this masked person wearing some sort of like devil-looking mask, some sort of evil-looking mask. He comes out to the ring, Stokely Hathaway presents him with the chip i guess right is that what it is it's, it's the, a chip it's a, it's chip. a, it's a chip. casino no. chip it's a casino yeah chip. so like yeah. making the joker the winner of the match and okay some intrigue the the match was a fucking mess and uh <laughs> the the reveal of the winner it was interesting i think it was overall interesting but I don't know that I love the, the way, execution yeah they went about it with like yeah. when it was dude when when I saw the guy come out 
and he starts fucking getting in the ring and he starts climbing. And I see it's a little dude and I could tell he's a, he's a black man because his hands are loose. And I'm like, if this is Jonathan fucking Gresham. That's what I climb. thought. Dude, I was like, because he seemed like a little dude. Yeah. And I was like, if this is Jonathan Gresham, yep. I was already like typing in my phone, like ready to rage. Because <laughs> yep. I don't rage. You know me. I'm like an AEW apologist oftentimes. And it's like, but I was like, they cannot. I thought have it was some him sort too, of dude. crew of Jonathan Gresham led yep. guys or whatever. How much of a colossal wasn't. failure would that? Oh have been my for, god! For you, been, for you, yeah, yeah. I would have been like, "Un, this is unacceptable." Yeah. But all right, what it was still we had to. But yeah, so like, I don't know that I love all of that. I don't know why. Why they chose that way to get there? Yeah, like even if those guys come out maybe and put a beating on everybody, and then the Joker just comes out and climbs it and gets it himself, you know. But, but hey, maybe there'll be a story. The eventual Joker. This. Yeah, doesn't need exactly. that crew. Yeah, and we'll get I think to that. That's what you know, you're saying exactly, yeah. and we'll get to yeah. that. But even before we knew for a fact who it was, it still was like, why isn't the Joker just? Yeah, doing it? but yeah. whatever. Whatever. It, it, it felt a little. I even um, thought um, maybe it was like the anti-punk people. You know, like yeah, because yeah, punk, yeah. you know, is Mister. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. he's hated in AEW. Yeah, that's yeah. the rumor. Like I thought, maybe that was the thing. Like it was all the anti-punk people. They were going to help this Joker win to rid AEW of CM Punk. I don't know. Yeah. It was it was a hot mess. It was what they call, I guess, like maybe it was overbooked or maybe yeah. not executed properly. Maybe it sounded good in, on paper or in yeah. theory in the back, you know, they're right going through it. It's going to be amazing. But then it's kind of like, you and know, relatively short for the number of yeah, guys. It in it, the, and that's another problem I had, yeah. you know, like, cause there were some good guys in there. Some really good yeah, talented you guys had like some cool mm -hmm. stuff going on in that. match. When it started, like, I was like, oh, okay, it's the first match of the, yeah, main there's a card, lot of you know, dudes like, in that match that I like, enjoy watching mm -hmm. i thought know? it was going to be a banger and then all of a sudden it's like oh we're at and you know it kind of wasn't and then all of a sudden we were at the end and yeah. we're like oh well there's like I, we said there's intrigue by not knowing who this joker is it was intriguing whatever. the yeah, joker spot if you want to call it that was intriguing mm -hmm. yeah. it was a memory so they got that out of that match which was forgettable um not so forgettable was the next match that was to crown the, the first ever trios tag team champions whether or not you know People are fans of bringing in more titles. You know, that, that's not debatable right now. They were crowning the new champs. And uh, it was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Frank's favorite faction, the Dark Order, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Hangman Adam Page. How much did you guys, uh, well, first of all, would you have been fine with either team winning? Or were you like dead set on this needs to be? I was dead set. Yeah. I was dead set the elite need to win this match. And because it, it writes a wrong that I think they got wrong in the very beginning of the company when they had um, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian win the inaugural tag team championships. And it, I remember saying to my buddy, like, listen, I get it. The fans like them and all, and they're AW guys now, but they shouldn't be the first ever champions of the company, right? Like, I thought it should have been the Young Bucks yeah, probably at I the agree. time or whoever – Whoever, who did they get to the final? Because the Young Bucks got eliminated by Private Party. Yep. If I recall, I don't even remember. Yeah, the but like, I don't. Remember. I do remember the Young Bucks losing the Private mm -hmm. Party. Oh, it may have been Penta. It may have been Penta and Ray Phoenix. Maybe Brothers, was it? Don't remember. Don't quote me. But, but I even just felt they like, would have been better. Yeah, but I felt like that was the wrong decision back then. SCU for having SCU win. Yep. So to me, it was like you cannot have a match with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks 
finally fighting for like this belt that they always kind of said we're gonna get made for these guys most likely it always this is where we get into that thing where you know oh they're evps of course they're gonna win they should fucking win yeah yeah look this is when you do it yeah without question look at the young bucks and kenny omega Mm -hmm. and look at the opposite team Mm mm-hmm yeah. You Who know, do you like, want representing your trios exactly. as the first like ever the best, inaugural? As the first the ever too, trios yeah. team. Yeah, yeah they exactly. should have won. You know, like, and like I don't hate the I don't Dark think Order. It was, I do. No, like, I John, don't either. Yeah. Uh, so like I would like for them to get something and maybe a trios sure. title makes sense Eventually, down the line. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. would like them you know? to get lost. So just to <laughs> yeah. clear it up, the Lucha Brothers uh actually did lose to SoCal Uncensored. Yes. Yeah. So that's what that that main event and, was. And now, just you know, to put things in perspective, neither of those guys are on TV. They're on like yeah. one's on AEW Dark, and one's not even around. Mm-hmm. So lot, you lot know, of mouth, a lot of mouths to feed. You know, and, and they tried for a party, long time. Also, yeah. the team that the Young Bucks put over apparently pissed somebody off because they're barely on TV. Yeah, you know, but to so me, like, private party were never it. You know, like, yeah. I thought no, it was no, funny, but I'm just saying, know, but... like. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes the obvious thing's the right answer, man. Mm-hmm. Correct. Kenny yeah. Omega, when AEW started, Kenny Omega was the biggest fucking star in professional wrestling. Like it or not, yeah. he was. Mm-hmm. So, like, the right team won. And I'll say, also, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just think that it was even the wrong team to face them in the finals. I yeah. think it should have been Osprey and absolutely open like because that match you know mm-hmm. on dynamite was way better than this one in my opinion the only thing i'll defend for dark order being in it was that they got hangman in the match which yeah. does bring it closer Add some credibility and they're aw yeah exactly so if it would have been 10 preston yeah it would have been a little different where i would have been like this there's no chance that they should ever fucking come close to winning putting hangman in the match made things that always and i did like the ending of hangman yeah doing this his lariat and killing uh johnny hungy and omega gets the pin i want to say though and we all mentioned it yesterday when fucking kenny omega comes out looks like one million, one million dollars, right? Yeah. Five million, unbelievable. What's he been hiding under that shirt? That, bro? That's what's that's what Pop gets it because we off. we talked about it maybe a couple of episodes when Kenny came back and it was like, but they, was he hurt? Was it part of it? And I remember saying like, I think it's all part of it, trying to sell that he's not mm-hmm. ready. But even yeah, I didn't expect him to look. I, I think as honestly, good as he I think that first match may have just been nerves with him. Maybe, yeah. Because I, I mean, think it was he, both. I think it was he both. looked incredible. Yeah, he moved better last night. He did. He was yeah. like crisp. It was like completely different. I just think different. it shows night he's a pro. Yeah, I think it shows he's a pro when people sometimes. I'm think glad he's, he's maybe back. Not as I just good want the dude say. to be good. You know, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like I wasn't being, you know, critical. Like, oh, dude, you know, like no, yeah, you were right. Take your you shirt right. off, but like, just get get right and then come back. Well, that's why you know, maybe. Maybe he was he telling a story great. there that you know. Yeah. Wait, but um, he he did look great, and the right team won. Yeah, just like we sure. said, and um, they're the new trios champions, first ever inaugural. One of my I favorite like matches the on the card. Yeah, yeah, one of my too. favorite matches on the card too. I think that's cool because there's a lot of really good tag teams there that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and like it'll give them a chance, you know. At getting a title. I, you know, Hangman Page inadvertently on, on Silva. But Taz, it speaks to the wrestling IQ of Kenny Omega. He has shared so much time in the ring with Hangman Adam Page. He knew that buckshot was coming in. And when the counter would be at most crucial.
I know? think, you know, if you're a fan of these six man tags, trios matches, whatever you want to call them, then you love this, you know, move because I think some people love the 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 nonstop action. If you I will. love trios matches. I don't need three of them on a pay-per-view. That was my point. I was going to yeah. say, if you guys are fans of that, that's cool. But like for me, it's just maybe one too many last night, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah. I don't know how much time we want to spend on the fact that Athena almost, you know, she worsened Jade's appearance in this match. I felt like it was you, bad. I hear you. We talked about it yesterday and it was just like, Jade obviously isn't like this supreme wrestler right yet at this point in her career maybe she never will be but she's like she's just money in the bank exactly but she needs a dance partner that sort of can help her out a little bit yep. you know you don't have to there's only so much you could do if a person's just not that skilled but athena to me was just not up to task but i wonder if we're all in the minority because i was reading online like oh my god athena really elevated jade and i was reading all this like supreme love for Athena and Jade's match where to me it was the worst match on the card, you know? And um, I think that both, just proves there's a know, lot of people watching the show that have glaucoma and cataracts. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think it was the worst match on the card and both ladies take some blame. But for me as Athena's like the veteran of the match, you know, you have to sort of, yeah lead this dance you know i know jay's the champ the dominant champion and all that but it was oil and water like it didn't it didn't work exactly they just didn't mesh to me i saw people saying they thought it meshed great maybe we're watching different shows you know Mm -hmm. but uh they're wrong you know but it uh, it is what it is the right i don't i don't dislike athena like i don't i think that she has something Mm -hmm. um she actually reminds me of like mickey james sort of interesting but what do you think she I has? Think, like, can you can you say it specifically or no? Like, do you think? Yeah, she has... I mean, I watched her in NXT and like I thought she had some solid matches and stuff. I just think, um, listen, we all agree, Jade is a star, like one hundred percent money in the bank. Like Frank said, top of I the think, line. Yeah, I really think though, right now, I think she should just be squashing people. Yeah. Like that's what you I don't have to match. Yeah, you don't have to go in and do ten minutes with somebody. Yeah. If, like, if you're gonna have her fight Athena, she gets squashed. It's that simple. Like, I will point out that this match was only four minutes long. Right. Was it but really? It, yeah, but it felt oh longer. Yeah, it, it felt, felt like yeah. an eternity. Yeah, that's to yeah. me that shows like yeah, like I don't, I don't know? dislike Athena. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but I do think I don't Jade get her thing. Just be squashing people. Like they had the backstage. The backstage promo, right? They're talking face to face, and yeah. Athena's like doing the worst ever acting. She's a horrible actress, but <laughs> yeah, then she bro. she's all normal. Like then she comes out with contact lenses, and I'm like, "What are well, you supposed to be?" Turned into the fallen goddess. She's a fallen bro. goddess, bud. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. Bad. All right, well, oh, well, she took the L. She fell, and uh, and I want to point out one more time. Yep. Jade looked like a fucking million dollars. Oh, came out of she hole. Do you yep. like long hair Jade, or do you prefer short hair Jade? I, I like all versions any... of Jade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, yo, I got some very strange Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell vibes when she had long hair. Oh, weird. yeah. Really interesting. That. Yeah. yeah. I was showing my age there. But uh, moving on. So uh, what? <laughs> people do. Some people have never heard of Saved by the Bell if, in their, if you, in their if lives. If you've never heard of Saved by the Bell, just don't listen to the podcast. I stand by that. <laughs> Dude, um, that I still went... got canceled 30 years ago or whatever. 
I mean, or uh, just familiarize <laughs> yourself. Go back and check it out. Yeah, please, please oh, watch oh. it. <laughs> so, moving on, there there was another six man trios match, if you will. Wait, uh, we're not going to talk about how beautiful Jade is for four hours. I know, right? Because I can do that. Legit. Jade like, is a Frank, and I know yeah. Frank. You love Storm. That's like yeah, your number yeah, one. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, that's funny. All right, we'll move. She's on. always she's every show. Jade, every if you're listening. <laughs> So, yeah, there was another trios match. Uh, we had a dream team of Wardlow and FTR. At least for us, it was a dream team. Oh, I, f- I felt like uh, the they were they, their opponents to me. could have been anyone in this match because I didn't get much from, you know, Mojo Machine Guns or Jay Lethal specifically. They were just there. Um, they have to stop with the ROH thing for me. We touched on it. But, like, I don't know if fans even perceive it as an important company at this point, like as an important entity. So, like, I just feel like it's a distraction. I feel like they have, you know, they have to get all their ducks in a row with AEW, which I thought felt like they were getting them there before like you start blending. ROH connection, though, did it? No, they're from Impact. Wait, yeah, they're, it's like hold up. Impact. Yeah, no, because you have Jay Lethal with okay. the with Sadnam Sadnam Singh, right? Who's got issues with Samoa Joe, who came out after the match. ROH. That's true. That's true. They that blended in the burm. ROH. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Burm, burm. So my bad if the, they are at, from Impact. Yeah, at, but... the, at the end, yeah. yeah to me, it was just an impact, impact thing. Yeah. And, and Jay Lethal. And, you know, he was their mm-hmm. champion. I feel like if this ended, like the ROH stuff ended, just cold, like if they found a network or however they want to do it, it, it would make AEW. I, I said like 25% enjoyable. But I was like saying that last week or whenever. Like it could easily be. 70 yeah, i think we're all like it's agreeance. just a distraction for me you know yeah i think we're all in agreement that they need to do something with the roh stuff you know yeah and i'll I mean, say that it's about this match uh motor city machine guns is one of those teams that like these legendary teams that i never gave a fuck about oh so really that, i like yeah them. for never mm. gave not a even fuck with about nash them. when they rolled with nash <laughs> yeah 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 that's the only that time is, i ever cared about them they're one of those like internet's greatest tag teams to me you know like we're like because when i watch them i'm just like yeah i mean they're good you know mm-hmm. they're all right stuff were, you've seen a hundred times right yeah were they the kings of impact it's like maybe or tna whatever it is yeah maybe but like who's the next best team it's like i don't know Rude, i'm not Bobby putting Rude them on any like yeah you know what i mean yeah, exactly. list, but i but, do appreciate their talent like i think chris saban is like really fucking good. Like mm-hmm. if you just watch him objectively, like he's just very crisp, like everything he, that he does. And I always thought that Alex Shelley kind of had that like it thing. Yeah, I, me I, too. I, yeah, I, I know what you're you talking know? about. Yeah, no, I agree. So like, I too. do like them. Um, We even talked about it. Like I texted you guys last night during the show. Um, Yeah, I agree. It could have been against anyone because we're looking at the other three guys because we're such fans of them. Yeah, yeah. But I do like the Motor City Machine Guns. I don't think they're on any greatest team of all time list or anything like that, but I do enjoy them. Well, it was a cool, it was a cool like dream team. Like we said, it was Wardlow and FTR. It got us thinking about like some other cool dream teams that we were like comparing them to all of a sudden randomly just like throwing out, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like the brain busters and Andre, the giant teamed up once. Like it was, it was funny to just like kind of look at them. And I feel like the crowd was super into them as a team. I didn't oh, love yeah. the idea of them being on the show as a, a team at first. I thought it was a waste of like Wardlow, but for what it was, I guess it just got them all on the show. I, I said nice, this nice to little you guys yeah. in the text. I thought that FTR versus Motor City Machine Guns, I think that would have been 
yeah, really good. No, I think maybe. the crowd yeah. really would have enjoyed that. I and Wardlow, you just have him come in and kill somebody. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's all you needed. It was it was always going to be a weird move when Wardlow beat Jay Lethal and mm-hmm. then was like in another program with Jay Lethal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I right. was just like, what? I didn't I didn't like that from the jump, and I'll I'll be the first to criticize them for that booking because it was like Jay Lethal lost lost uh lost to Samoa Joe, somehow got a TNT title shot. I guess he beat he beat somebody. He beat um Orange Cassidy maybe. Yes, it was. Um yeah uh got a gets a TNT title shot, loses. And then he's back in a program with FTR now involved more. You know, I just didn't buy into like, why is this guy keep, you know, losing, I get losing the big ones and then still getting a big pay-per-view match, but whatever it is, what it is. It was just, I don't know what they're going to do with Jay lethal, man. Yeah. It was just a match, but, um, but I thought it was good. And I thought it was good actually though. You know what I mean? Like if you just break down, yeah, yeah, you watch the match. I thought it was a good enough match. It wasn't like my favorite or anything. It wasn't super memorable, but I did think the little moment at the end with Dax's uh, daughter and break, you know, nice little moment for, for, you know, to send people. I love it. I love it. If WWE does that, it's all bullshit, right? Well, but WWE would make the daughter. Nice WWE, no, 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 no. Because WWE would make the daughter the, the tag team champion. She ain't you know? on Nicholas's so, level, brother. She ain't like, on yeah, Nicholas's exactly. Level. So it's like, don't even try to compare. No one's no one has a problem if there's like a little happy moment. All she did was break a pencil, no, you know, and like she pinned that, Sanjay Dutt, former uh, whatever champion. Yeah, sure. but she broke a pencil That's and put her foot on him. You know, so it's like, uh, I mean, it was fine. I love FTR, so they can do anything they want, and I love Dax. It's my guy. Yeah, so. there's a there's a don't forget that there's an undefeated punter in WWE right now. That's true, who beat world champions? So yeah, let's not compare. Well, he, and he got more re, he got more of a reaction than Jay Lethal then, ever got in his life, or Sanjay <laughs> Dutt. Well, I don't or the think Frank's over here defending uh, any oh. of those. Yeah, oh, all right, we're <laughs> no, yeah. but let me just say. So moving, I'm on. the only one defending those guys. Um. So we have Ricky Starks and Powerhouse. They're in the midst of like a, a kind of a, I don't want to call it a blood, 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 blood powerhouse. <laughs> yes. A blood feud, not quite yet, but pretty intense rivalry. That's, I guess it's getting underway because jumping ahead a little bit, spoiler Powerhouse actually defeated Powerhouse. Powerhouse. You like Power that? I, I, <laughs> that could be his thing. Powerhouse. Powerhouse. <laughs> He got the win over Ricky Starks, which I guess a lot of people predict. Yes. Yeah, so. that was. I didn't I like didn't that. I didn't agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I was a little. I like that Um, it makes Powerhouse look like a fucking savage. He went yeah. in there and handled business against who a lot of people, myself included, are saying is like one of the next guys, right? Like one of those future world champion mm-hmm. types. And Powerhouse went in and wrecked his shit. But I just felt bad for Ricky Starks. I wonder, I you know, this is all speculation, but I wonder if there was sort of like an audible called in there that there was because like Ricky Starks looked like he may have gotten banged up. So like, that I don't neck, know. I think he was yeah. selling the neck. Yeah. So yeah. like I don't know if it the only maybe thing it could be is like a little longer, but maybe let Powerhouse get this win to keep to just get the future. I sure. think if Starks wins, Powerhouse it's over, right? Yeah. Needed it. Yeah, exactly. Like I think that Starks is the bigger star. Yeah. But it did end abruptly. Via spine buster, that one, a great one too. Yep. And it was one of the matches I was looking forward to like the most, where I thought, like, okay, I had marked earmarked as like, okay, this is one that I'm I'm in. Cause you know, I was team Taz all day. Yeah. I was when we were at the pay-per-view, John the saw I was cheering for fucking team Taz to win the tag team titles hard, you know, when they didn't win it. I couldn't even believe it when they didn't win it. It makes sense for this program story. But uh, but I do you guys think? Do you guys think that the 
the booking is correct with, to make Powerhouse the heel and Ricky Starks the baby face. I know he's smaller, like so it's hard to have a yeah. small guy be the heel in the feud. But like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Ricky Starks the baby face is. I don't know if that's the right move right now. Like, don't you need to get over as an Uber heel before they turn you baby face? And I don't think he was ever. I can see what you're saying, but I, I think that promo that night when Hobbs turned on him, you st- you saw the crowd turning with people Ricky. like people you know, you like know? Ricky. Stark. Yeah, you, you saw people them are like, behind him. Yeah, I think especially that night when you watch that crowd, they're like all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, this guy's fucking legit." And then Hobbs kills him, and it just made that whole little moment pretty. I awesome. would like Hobbs to have a manager. Yeah, to, he might. He might need you know, something. Yeah, because but I do not talk. Yeah. I fuck with Hobbs. I yeah. like Hobbs a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, just he got a great shape too. He got a great shape too. If you no, remember he his needs early like days. a you know. And not like Stokely type guy, not AKA no, Stokely, Malcolm. I think manages fourteen guys yeah, right no, now. No, so yeah, yeah, no. yeah, I don't know who would be the manager that they have. Like maybe on the smart roster, Mark but... Sterling or something. Someone, maybe, maybe Mark, someone we don't yeah. even know. But yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The other, I want to move into the next match because this was my probably second or third favorite match on the weekend. It's, it's my second favorite match of this card. Yeah. This match. Yeah. I mean, um, maybe even my first on this card. I don't know, but it was so good. It was, I don't even like to say their name, so I'm just going to call them <laughs> Keith Lee <laughs> and Swerve. They were taking Swerve on. Swerve and our on. nerds. <laughs> it's nerds something boring or something. Like no, that. wow, nerds wow. that are boring. I would have told you that before this match, but thanks to the crowd, once again, a crowd can make a match, right? And good yep. storytelling can make a match. And I, I don't know if I've ever enjoyed a Keith Lee match, but this was very good. I blame you. Enjoyed it. You enjoyed I enjoyed. It. I enjoyed this match. It was yeah. Uncle Phil and Swerve Strickland. Is that <laughs> Uncle Phil about? and Swerve Strickland versus the acclaimed okay. with Daddy with Daddy Billy Gunn outside? I have yes. to think that Billy Gunn because he was quoted before this weekend. He was like, "I've been telling everybody to slow down. I want everybody to slow down." I know he's like a producer. I mm-hmm. will put a, a lot of money on it that he produced this match, made them work on that knee, slowed everything down, got the crowd invested. Because it really, like, it was a long match, but they drew you into the story in the match. And I thought yeah. everybody did a great job in the match. I have no complaints. What do you guys think of it? I thought it was a great match. And I don't want to discredit Billy Gunn because maybe he did, you know, like, have that input. But I also think that's very fairly obvious way to to get into that <clears> match and get into the drama of that match because that guy Bowens keeps getting hurt. You know what I mean? Keeps going yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole angle with Billy Gunn and his kids turning on him happened because Bowens came back and his knee was repaired. You know what I mean? So, like, it all sort of revolved around the knee injury. So, like, I don't know if I want to give Billy Gunn all the credit because I don't know. Sure, maybe not the knee itself, but the, yeah, the, but, the pacing of the match. I mean, Yeah, but I thought it was a really good match. And obviously it took a turn once Bowens knee gets jacked and and then people are wondering if it's real or not and then the drama of the and credit to Swerve Strickland because I believe he was the first guy to do it but then Keith Lee as well they leaned into that knee injury and you heard the crowd sort of turning on them a little bit almost like a heel Keith Lee and Swerve and Keith Lee maybe a little more hesitant to do it but then he's he would do it you know and like I thought they played it really well and played you got to give both of those guys credit because they heard the crowd and they played into it really yes. well and caused all t- kinds of drama. And yeah. it really felt like uh, the acclaimed were going to win that match. Like I going into it, I just thought this is a throwaway match, you know, for the tag team titles, a good defense. 
yeah. by the end, I was cheering for them hard, you know, which is what you want from any good. Yeah, movie. it was a roller coaster. Duke, did you enjoy that one as much as we did? Oh, yeah. Every time they flames on, I always, I mean, everybody loves the flames. You know, like I've been on them since like AEW Dark. So I'm did not. You... Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go I was ahead. gonna say, did you think that was a star making performance for the acclaim? Like to me, it took them to another level. Like just yeah, them being I mean, like a popular yeah crowd, like, you know, popular with the I crowd. It made them like real contenders. Star enough. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you know. I look at them at like um, uh, you know, as like a new age outlaws type of tag team. That's more like you know gimmicky than mm-hmm. you know like the substance. Best. You know, yeah. I think. I love them. Don't get me wrong, but I think Bowens is the better worker, and I think that Max Caster is the the bigger star. If that yeah. makes any sense. I think Max Caster, um, like he does a good job of masking some of his like yeah, flaws. I mean, like even in interviews, you see like he'll look into the camera like before he gets to say his piece. Like he's very like he looks young. I guess is the only way yeah. to put it. Like he seems like still learning the business, so he's still yeah. masking. But I guess they're ready. But, like to when be... he comes out, like he roasts everybody yeah that's what goes last on last night he called keith lee lizzo you know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah which was funny he always Dude, makes me laugh and how stuff. Over and i is, think uh, that billy gunn sorry go ahead yeah in 2022 who'd have thunk it crazy you know? um i love it no crazy, and i bro. yeah i did enjoy the match i'm not big on swerving our glory you know um there's a cat back there is that a cat or a dog that's a cat it, it was a little a, gremlin it was an oversized q-tip that was okay. uh, wiggling away it's a cat Um, it was a cat a cat all right so uh yeah i mean i'm not big on those guys i think that anybody that once again criticizes wwe for not using keith lee correctly he's in a tag team here so i'd love to hear in the comments what your thoughts are of them putting him in a tag team but um i was but he's in a tag team as a champion with arguably the best (laughs) match of the night i'm just gonna say it you know what i mean was that the best match of the night arguably I think really? it was. I think, I think it was. To me, up it's there. my second best match of the night on the card. Yeah, it was up there for me too. But I do obviously agree with Duke. I because... I definitely like Swerve as a heel. I like him leaning into that because I think he has an unlikable quality about him. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a big I, I fan. Enjoyed... I'm a big yeah, fan I of Swerve. Them. I'm not a big fan. I don't. Yeah, I don't me. I agree with, with Duke. Him. Like, I'm not like the biggest fan of him, but I like nope. that match. But yeah, yeah. yeah, the match was good, and that's all that counts, right? You like, you just want to be entertained for twenty minutes. So, and it was, a, and it surprised me too. That was the yeah. big thing about it, right? Going into it, that was just a match that was on the card that you know I would get through, and then it yeah, I didn't think the acclaimed would win, but I think, like Frank said, it probably elevated them. Yeah, which I think nice, it was. You know? I think that was the right thing too. Even though I don't love Keith Lee, I I just think keep the belts on them for a minute. Let the acclaimed let us let us keep building up to them having their moment you know yeah for Um, sure like and and i'm not like a hater of keith lee or swerve i just i'm not a fan either i think they should be a heel team going forward yeah i mean i like i kind of like the that swerve is the heel and keith's kind of like whoa dude you know like because it gives me like sting and luger vibes like whoa back in the day like well no just in the in the case of like the heel and face like Luger would Luger would come out and he would like slap people's hands when Sting was looking, mm-hmm. but as soon as he turned around, he'd be like, "Ugh, like I don't want to talk to you, fans." You uh, know, like funny. I like that idea, right? Where it's like you know, Swerve is like 
because you know swerve eliminated keith lee from that battle royal or whatever that time like yeah i like that whole thing but yeah it was a, it was an enjoyable it, was match. A very it wasn't good my match. favorite but it was it was enjoyable to me very good match and i felt like the tag team division or tag team wrestling like it's like going undergoing a revival like it, it's like I mean, there's always good tag team wrestling in um, AEW. I feel like usually they have a lot of really good teams. Yeah, they are just like there's a lot to be excited about just about tag teams. Now you add in this like trios thing. I hope they don't forget that, you know what, like tag team wrestling, just two on two, mm-hmm. you know, they they can do that very well, too. But um, nah, I don't think they will because they've always been the tag team company. Yeah, you know, so I, hope. I think they'll, they'll keep that tradition. Um, like I would have in, I would have enjoyed more tag team matches, you know, yeah. than you know, the well, we have three trios matches. Yeah, we I, did. Think we the, three I think the big one where they botched it, like you said, which would have should have been FTR Motor City mm-hmm. Machine Guns. You get rid of a trios match, it's still kind of a dream tag team match in some people's minds, and then you know, we're looking for something squash else someone. to do. Yeah, yeah. Something also, else to do, while you know? we're real quick, just on the subject of like the tag team titles, because we just talked about that match, like when does FTR get a shot at that title or do they not because they don't need it? Like, yeah. So, so my thought process with maybe the acclaimed winning the belt was that the acclaimed wins the belt. Maybe something happens between, this is what I was thinking going into. Like Mm -hmm. if the acclaim had any chance, maybe something with Swerve and Keith Lee happens and that starts their program. They lose the belt. They start a program with each other because they obviously don't see eye to eye all the time. And then the acclaimed would just be like, kind of like yeah the transitional mm-hmm. tag team champ to ultimately get it onto ftr yeah. whenever they decided to do that that's what i thought like they could do that the cat behind me is fucking my head up behind you but uh you know but like i thought like maybe that's the way they could work it you know what i mean where like because the acclaimed if they would have been the champions it would have been pretty early, you know, success for the for those guys, I guess you could say, you know, and FTR nah, beating yeah, them let's build up to it. World, but, I yeah, think but, FTR will have their big moment too, um, and then that's when everybody will, you know, officially lose their minds, you know. Um, can we, me daddy ass. Yeah, I, 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 once again, like <laughs> after a match, they went through like this brutal, grueling thing, you know, and then yep. like I wish they didn't, whatever. That in which they didn't make it into like a joke. I enjoy AEW because they're not overly produced, but at the same time, you have to be produced. Yeah. You know, like but did I do think Swerve um at the end didn't go along with the like the uh, you know the the gaga yeah, and that's the jokes. Part, that, that's part of the that's story. That's part maybe. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He did Keith one of Lee, these because Keith Lee wanted to do it. Even mm-hmm. if you noticed that uh, Keith Lee initiated the scissor me and Billy Gunn did it, but they claimed did not. Swerve mm-hmm. did not. Billy Gunn reluctantly did it. Yeah. So Billy there's Gunn enough where respect. I could be like, listen, they're not like in love with this idea dude they weren't just instantly all just fucking scissoring each other 20 over 2022 we're dissecting in in like methodical fashion did he scissor him or did he not he didn't scissor him because we're telling stories the fucking nerve on john tucci to to criticize anything stupid that we talk about no i just think it's hilarious we're talking about this is wrestling billy gun you know i'm a truther of billy gun you are 100 real quick John had a goddamn Billy Gunn shirt made <laughs> before there was a shirt even out. 
He had a shirt mm-hmm. made, so he is the legit <laughs> Billy Gunn fan. That cannot I'm, be questioned. I'm pushing for like a nice world title shot. Just just no one, thanks. just one on a random dynamite. No. Right. He can get a ROH title shot like uh, Dustin did. Yeah. And he the ROH title. Claudio. I, I think the ROH title is less important than the uh, 24-7 title at You're this point. I would actually You're just saying that. things to get heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's all that Tell is. me I'm wrong right now. What does that You're title wrong. mean? They don't even have a show. Do they don't lying? even have a company. Yeah. yeah, 24-7 title isn't even on TV in a month. But it's it's got a home on the WWE. I mean, where the fuck does ROH? So does the ROH yeah, at AEW? I don't know if you heard of them. Where's their headquarters? And Sorry. from there, we're going to get into the four-way for the interim AEW Women's Champion because Thunder Rosa had to give up the title, unfortunately, due to injury. So we had Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter and former AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida. What did you guys think of that one? You know, I thought it was an okay match. Uh, I thought <clears throat> it was better than I did think it was going to be going into it. Uh, I'm not I'm not super big on Tony Storm. And, you know, this is sacrilegious to, like, the AEW fans, but I'm not crazy high on Hikaru Shida either. You know, I think mm. she's I think she's solid. But I feel like people kind of gassed her up in AEW because their women's division was like significantly weaker than WWE. So like the people who were kind of good had to be like put in this spotlight as like actually like super good, you know. And I never really viewed her that way. Similar to Britt Baker, but at least Britt Baker was so over, yeah, you know, and like she had such a charisma that like it, it elevated the rest. Where Hikaru Shida, I think, is probably better than Britt Baker, but lacks the other stuff that elevates mm-hmm. Britt Baker. But yeah, even I, hold on real quick. Um, even though Hakar Shida got into the crayons backstage and wrote all over herself, dude, yeah, you weren't into that, yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't second. my thing, but uh, but I did think the match was like ran smoother than you know, initially. Yeah, four yeah, four ways are tough in general, yeah, I feel exactly. like, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I don't, you know, we're, we have an interim title on the line, so once again, we know that this is going to be a thing where it's sort of a placeholder or it's just, it's not for all the marbles quote yeah. unquote. Cause we, we know it's got that interim label, whether, but um, I felt like it went smooth enough. Uh, anything Britt Baker's in, I, I do find interesting, especially when you tie in all the stuff with Jamie Hader. And, and I'm a big Jamie Hader fan too. Like I'm all about Jamie Hader. The crowd was all about. Yeah, Jamie Hader I'm, I'm happy. Night. I'm happy. She's getting her love. You yeah. Know? Cause it, it felt like Real, she do was you guys the crowd think wanted. that like, you know, Jade is the TBS champion, right? Like, should she be considered for this match? Like, I know we don't think that she's like the best worker, but like storyline wise, that would have been undefeated cool. TBS champion, you know, mm-hmm. like, shouldn't she be in the conversation? Do you guys? Yeah. I think there, yeah. I, I do think that, I think, especially for like a surprise factor, if she was added to that match and then she became the interim champion double champion mm-hmm. you had all that like what's going to happen with thunder rose I, I just think the the idea of holding up both divisions is what with what they don't want to do you know yeah. what i mean like, she doesn't even Jay. have to win i'm just saying oh. from like a logical standpoint <laughs> where this wrestling company has ratings oh gotcha yeah. gotcha you have an undefeated person how is she know, not like, ranked she be, right like, yeah but it's kind of how considered. they do it like when you have the belt you're kind of 
you're you're at the head of your own rankings you know mm-hmm. they kind of don't interfere with the champ because it happens with the men's okay, title yeah, as yeah, well yeah. you know like mm-hmm. warlow's not fighting for the world title right. because he's the champion there right uh, do but, they um, ever do they ever like um overlap those though because like like, remember, like warrior fought hogan as the intercontinental champion yeah like, yeah yeah like, not in aw not yet they won't really do that right like, yeah so i mean and they, maybe they will eventually if the right guy is yeah. You know, in the right moment, like Warrior, for example, you know, because they didn't do how many times did they do that really where the Intercontinental Champion unified the belt with the world? You know, it took a special yeah act I, like Warrior to make it a thing, you know. Oh, up to that point, yeah. They did it yeah, a you handful know what of times yeah. since, but yeah, they've been around a million years. Um, yeah, yeah. The match itself, Tony Storm won. Um, it was like a pretty pretty silent reaction i don't feel like people were super excited about i think it, it was because people kind of knew right because i think the word on the street was that she may have been beating thunder rosa to begin with oh you know really? like when like when that was the match i feel like that's what i heard on the sheets you know so like mm. i think maybe yeah, you know so with that crowd sheets, it's brother. yeah i know you know that crowd's like more of like a smarky crowd so it's sort yeah. of like i feel like they probably she was probably penciled in as the favorite so when she wins, you know, the reaction is like what it is. But what yeah. I did like about the match was when it looked like Jamie Hayter was going to win the strap and then Britt Baker interrupts that and officially mm-hmm. sort of lights that beef on fire, you know, because they kind of have hinted that Jamie Hayter's annoyed with Britt or Britt's annoyed with Jamie Hayter. Yeah. And like Hayter has a legitimate claim for that title shot if Britt Baker her friend or whatever in that match doesn't interfere I know she's also involved in the match but you know it's one of those classic storylines where it's like you want the help to help you not necessarily to become the guy you know it's sort of like I like that I like that 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 came out of it to me that's more intriguing than even the the title win is oh definitely what Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter now do moving forward because they were homies until Maybe last night. So we'll see. Yeah, continue that story. Duke, what do you think yeah. about the match yourself? Yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, I'm not big on anyone in that match. I think Britt is definitely the biggest star. And I think that, you know, it would have – it's hard to say who should have won, right? Yeah. Like, But I think Britt probably should have won, in my opinion, because yeah. of her – history with rosa so like rosa comes back they have yeah, that it's a beef, big unification you know, man it's built in right yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so but yeah. i mean you know i guess it was you know solidifying um tony storm is like you know a top wrestler in that division but i was cheering uh, for jamie hater personally nice. but like frank said it was cool to hear her get love from that crowd mm-hmm. but i do think that Britt probably should have won because i think that she Although she may not be the best worker, yeah. um, she's she the biggest star. The yeah, she, sure. she keeps the it strong. She keeps it strong. And also, like, the interim champion label, whether, you know, you agree with it or not. Like, I don't know. Like, Tony Storm, it's a big moment. But, you mm-hmm. know, we know it's a placeholder, right? Like, I Right. I will say, though, I think I favor her over Thunder Rosa whenever that match really? happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think the, the, I think the Thunder Rosa train is uh, going to be slowing down a bit. Mm. just too many issues i feel like i feel there's like has, a lot of yeah everybody weird stuff going i was on mentioning there. to john off air like even in the post-fight press conference or the scrum that they did tony storm had a snarky comment about uh thunder rosa yeah, she did she go, really what she said she mentioned she, it was really quick but she goes mm-hmm. thunder rosa claims she's hurt she goes okay 
and like mm. and she just moves on like mm. is what it is kind of like, like saying like whatever you say so it's yeah like, it's know, a shame though because they built they built a lot up with thunder rosa and made her like a very likable mm-hmm. Prom- prominent figure, he- heroic yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. baby face especially when yeah. she won in in that steel cage match in texas oh, and yeah. um i felt like she was i don't want to say like good for the kids but like uh, like a, a nice um wholesome baby face character which they lacked no, uh in the women's yeah. division and i'm just a little upset if she just fizzles out because you especially know they took the time like to the build hispanic her up crowd yeah especially yeah, with the yeah, hispanic yeah. crowd too which is like a big market for like pro wrestling you know and like Absolutely. whenever you get especially they tend to be like mexican champions you know but like if you have a really high level mexican champion it's good for business you know and thunder rosa looked like she was going to be that girl this heroic figure like yeah said. i hope they figure that out because there's like, been a lot you know the evil east thing yeah. the marina shafir thing like you know there's a lot of like too much smoke yeah exactly yeah so like you wonder you know mm-hmm. at some point like like she got away from social media for a while for whatever yeah, reason no, yeah. you know like she well, even like, know. you know not to go all off the rails but she even yeah. tweeted like the day before the pay-per-view she tweeted time for change or something like that like in her like just one you know she, you said she was mm. all social media and all, all of a sudden there's one tweet man, says, man. time for like change she's gonna leave you mean who knows right or yeah. who knows if that's a character thing who knows if it's a personal thing who knows what it fucking means at all but yeah you know, yeah, a lot it's of just, there's a lot of it's, like it's a little dra- it's just dramatic, man. It's yeah, like, yeah, what the it's hell? Like, you're doing like you got a good thing going, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, what? yeah, it's always some. We'll get to it, we'll get to it when we're talking about the scrub. Yeah, we only have a but... few more matches, um, yeah. to go if we can, real quick. Um, we're gonna like probably only spend a little bit of time talking about this next match because it For was sure. only a little bit of time, but. Uh, it was Christian versus Jungle Boy. The feud, the buildup has been so good to me anyway. Super intense. Christian Cage, top of top of his game lately with this one. Um, Jungle Boy, I like that they're using Jack Perry. You gotta do yeah. it. You know, yeah, you gotta good. you gotta transition into that name a little bit. Um, and obviously he has a lot to go with with his promo ability and his convincing, you know, uh his promo yeah. being convincing, but We'll talk about the quick like match or whatever in a second, but uh, someone was saying that Luchasaurus is the new big show with all the back and forth heel turns, <laughs> face heel turns. Um, you got to follow yeah. it pretty close. I Tell guess. me when I'm lying. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's yeah, you that- guys are always you. You guys were always like sort of like confused by the thing, but I feel like it was like one dynamite where we all kind of maybe didn't watch where Jungle Boy. Where Luchasaurus was back with Jungle Boy, it was like immediately he was back with Jungle Boy. Cause I remember the yeah. next week after you guys were like, wait, Luchasaurus is not on Christian side of it. Cause like it happened. Cause like it's not super complicated. But, no, but we're not the only ones. But know, he yeah. was with them. He was with Christian. Yeah. The next week he just like, yeah, once Jungle, Jungle Boy's back, they're yeah, buds again. Yeah, exactly. He, and like, then he last turned night, on Christian. He's not. I mean, he so turned, he was yeah. meant to be like torn, I guess. I don't think they told that. The I think it was all could. like the mind game. I think it was just all 4D chess by Christian, you know, when Jungle or Boy came back. It, did it happen last night because Christian was hurt and he couldn't wrestle? Is that what happened? Yeah. He's yeah, hurt, apparently. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, maybe they were like, all right. You're fucking bad again. Yeah. Like, 
But I yeah, think it works. Kind of I think work, it works yeah. overall, though. Like Luchasaurus as long as that's it. As long as this yeah, is the exactly. final stop. Yeah, he for goes back. He goes yeah, back. I, good, I hope that Christian. Apparently, he's hurt, and he's oh. hurt pretty significantly. Oh, that's come on. Oh. Yeah, I know. Come you know, on. the only good thing with that, like of all the guys that that happened to, is that Christian doesn't even have to wrestle for the next fucking six weeks or whatever it is. And he could cut promos. He can yeah. Luchasaurus do his. Oh yeah, if it's only six weeks, yeah. I just I know he's getting. I don't know what the injury is at all. You know, and I don't. Yeah, and you know he had time. significant injuries in the past. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that to. No, I love just, that just, feud though mm-hmm. so much, and I think it's helping make Jungle Boy Jack. And I think yeah, and like it makes sense, right? Yeah. If he's hurt, that makes because last night after the match, you're like, what the fuck? Like all this lead up for this? You I know, only like... thought it. I actually didn't put the thing together with him being hurt because I just thought it's a way to extend the feud once again, like the Starks mm-hmm. and Hobbs thing. Like it's like Christian cheated here. It was a like he grilled his back, like. Like Luchasaurus chokes yeah, land them on that yeah. great, and he had grill marks. It was I hope hard. That what I read is bullshit. I'd rather Christian not be hurt. Yeah, let's let's hope he's not hurt, man. Because I do love that feud. Um, I will say it was like uh for for like a nothing match, you know, like it still kind of was impactful to me. It stayed you with know? me. Like yeah, yeah it's just yeah. it was just well, like oh, it's fucking, storytelling. Yeah, he killed this fucking kid yeah. that looked like he was gonna get his revenge, and it did yep. not happen. That's his awesome. family Isn't that funny? was there too. Yeah, his family. Isn't it funny there. they did like you know four uh, segments, if you will, like the backstage interview, then the attack down the ring, Christian interacting with his family, and then a, a, a two second match. It was four quick segments, but they really only they didn't do any moves they didn't do anything yeah. and it stays with us so sometimes yeah. you don't have to do everything in a in a ring you know but not everybody's christian either exactly you know? so yeah like, yeah you know, for sure christian's one of those special guys so then we had uh what some would call a fantasy match like uh, a very you... divisive match this next one too a divisive yeah, match uh, we had some fantasy matches of our own a couple episodes back if you guys want to check it out in the archives we talked about some of our dream matches fantasy matches um i know jericho was suggested by a couple of us i know frank mm-hmm. had a, a jericho versus owen hart I think Danielson was mentioned in, by us as, as, you know, some dream match possibilities, fantasy matches, but this one actually happened. It's a little late in the game, mm-hmm. you know, for some of these, for some of these talents to, to lock it up, but it was Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. Um, Lionheart. Christian. It was the Lionheart. Lionheart yeah. uh, what did you guys think of the match? And, and let me ask you the crowd here, I think was pretty flat for a while. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the placing or it was just a long show. Do you think, because we talked about crowd reaction, do you think if this crowd would have been a little more hot, the match would have been a little bit more like, I guess, on fire? Or did you guys like it how it was? I, you know, I'll tell you about with the crowd. I will say I think the crowd is a little flat. But to me, when the whole buildup to this match was like, we're going to have like, like Jericho's going to out-wrestle brian danielson you know and like to me it's like or if you're going to go into one of these out wrestling a guy type of matches and that's really what they made it the crowd is always going to be inherently be a little flatter because it's not all like the excitement that you normally get from all these that to me that happens with a lot of brian danielson matches especially as they when they start usually the build it'll build to something but like the start of like guys just watching him Matt wrestle and like you know sequence all these submissions go from one position to the next you know it's not for everybody it's not everybody's cup of tea in terms of what they're trying to watch and to see him do it with Chris Jericho who's at an advanced age you know still like we I was saying yesterday I still think I'm impressed with the guy for an over 50 year old guy who could still have these kind of matches I dug the match a lot um I heard a lot of people 
think it wasn't quite there. It maybe wasn't as snug as it should have been. But to me, that's how I always look. As great as Jericho was, he was never Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle snug in the ring when he was wrestling. You know, so to me, it was like, yeah, you're not Brian Danielson snug. So he, I thought he looked really good. I, I felt like it looked like an old man with like all the tricks, you know, like that he had stored away from all his years and the years in the dungeon and all traveling around the world and all that. And like doing what he had to do with Brian Danielson, who is just the superior grappler. Yeah. Um. So like, I, I liked it. I liked to see the chain wrestling into submission after a submission, you know, like I enjoy all that stuff, but you guys know I go to, jiu-jitsu tournaments where i'm watching guys just strictly do this you know what i mean or wrestling how many um grab how many jiu-jitsu matches have you seen lately with the the 55 year old uh (laughs) mixing it up in there i mean it was but but it happens right it It does happen in jiu-jitsu as well they have the what did you think about the match itself because i know they're two of your favorites all-time faves yeah i thought it was solid i think um the crowd was probably exhausted honestly like AEW, I appreciate that they want to give us nine hours of wrestling, but like those, I think every pay-per-view is too long. Like I, I do. Like I think three hours is the number. And like, you know, if you want to have a pre-show, that's great. But like, I think the fans were just exhausted, honestly. Um, and I enjoyed it because like you said, it's still my dudes. Um, I don't know that the right guy won. Yeah, I will but agree I, with that. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of like for the storyline, what the well, the storyline itself thing. has has a has a hole in it. If I could say real quick, because like I love the mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia inclusion, but the the sports entertainment versus wrestling thing, I think is completely ridiculous and silly. Well, so he's a sports entertainer. His whole thing is he's a sports entertainer, but he's going to be the best wrestler in the world. That's what he like. It's like, what? Like pick a lane, dude. Pick a lane. Yeah. I don't really love that at all. And I do look, I respect everything Jericho's done. Like I know he's probably, he's in my top, top 20 list. You know, he's probably in your guys top five or 10, but like, yeah, yeah, I just, just to me, he's not the same guy and that's okay. Like he's definitely, I, I, for me, I'm at the point now where I don't think I really need to see too many more matches from him. Mm. I, I just think, I don't know what he can do at this point physically to make me believe he's on the same level as these guys. Like, I don't mean, speed. but does he have to do things physically? Cause like you're a storyline guy for sure. Like, you know, like I loved his feud with MJF. That's already you know, a while ago, man. I mean, it's just already even his feud with Eddie Kingston, which you were very not high on. And then, when they paid off you you were okay with it the one match and i'm not i'm not i'm done with it opinion no yeah that's fine like that's your opinion i'm never going to tell your opinions wrong i'm just curious like you don't think you could be like excited for another storyline with him you just think it's okay yeah i feel like i've seen it all you've seen and that's i've seen it all i've seen it all everything that he can do that he i hope he proves me wrong but um yeah, I mean, I he's would, done everything would, from like musicals to, um, you know, I mean, he's literally done it all. I'm not hating yeah. right now, but he's done. I would, I would agree. I have agreed with you maybe like this time last year where I'm just like, where he was kind of like out of shape and I right. was like, listen, you don't have anything to prove, you know, but I do think he got himself into great shape. He it's did. very obvious. Yeah. Totally. And like, and like, I think it's helped his matches since then though, as well. Right. So like, I'm not, 
done with him yeah i know what you're saying because like i feel that way with edge for example yeah like, yeah exactly and it's not like edge sucks it's not like he looks mm-hmm. bad or anything it's right. just that i don't you've done it all i was all. never yeah. i was never quite as high on edge as a singles guy like i was with jericho right so mm-hmm. i think that's maybe where i look at it where to me he's not completely washed so i'm okay with it i don't want him like like yesterday winning beating brian danielson it's like maybe i don't want that like when they're in the ring together like it's clear brian has a lot more to give yeah than jericho does and to to point to point a finger at myself real quick actually though i will say in the midst of this feud he's he's making me care about daniel garcia jericho Mm -hmm. is so you know fuck me i guess um Huh. Anyway, the next Let thing the shit play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's always my thing. You know, even when I hate on shit, I gotta let it play out. Right. Yeah, you're better at that for sure. I mean, yeah, because sometimes it'll take you somewhere where that you, that I fucking love that I wasn't anticipating. Mm-hmm. You know, or other times it won't. And other times it's predictable. I love That's seeing always... Jericho's face like every week. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, but it's just sometimes in these matches, I'm like, maybe he should just like. But who am I to say? Anyways, there's. Mm-hmm. The next thing, uh, there was a lot of trios matches, like we mentioned. This one, this was where it was maybe one too many, even though I like some of the participants in this match. But um, we had the House of Black versus Miro and uh, Darby Allen and Sting. The Miro thing fit in some way, somehow. Uh, They built it up. You know where they were con- had a common enemy, I suppose. So they they decided to team up. He got misted. You know, he got misted by the House of Black <laughs> guy, Alistair Mal- Malachi Black. So, right. uh, you know, Frank's gonna give us right there. <laughs> Frank's gonna give us the justification of why no, Miro. No, 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 no. no I'm just Miro saying why, why it makes sense that Miro was there because he did defeat the fucking mist, you know, and uh, <laughs> and like the temptation of Julia Hart, you know. So like, do we do we, do any of us that, do any know? of us feel like Miro has? Uh, does he have does he have anything to give to you like for you guys? Does do you care about anything that Miro does? Are you invested in anything Miro, anything Miro yeah, does? Yeah. Really? I don't hate Miro like you. Yeah, yeah. I um because yeah. to me he looks like a monster in there, you know, like when he and he puts in that submission and lays back on a guy, like it looks like he's fucking killing, you know, breaking somebody in half. So I like that about Miro. Do I think he should ever be like in the world title? Pay? I like him as TNT champion. So he's got a spot mind. on your roster. Like, yeah, I think he has a spot on my roster because I just feel like he's athletic enough. He's he looks like a fucking monster when he wants to. And I know you guys like talk shit about his promos, horrible. But they but they make me fucking laugh. And I know maybe that's not. <laughs> yeah, but is it the wrong kind? Yeah, yeah. Of, I don't know. Like, but horrible. is to me like it gets him. O- it gets him over. It gets him over with me. It just makes me laugh you know and i feel like that's a lot of the crowd as well like i don't feel like people would hear his promo and like oh fuck i feel like people end up being entertained by it and like we like mm-hmm. to talk about the entertainment side of it oh. you know and like it entertains people his fucking weird ass promos so you know, know forced my, he don't even sound right saying miro the words he says on my roster you okay. know miro has a spot on my roster but in this match he was definitely like the most forgettable you he know, stuck out like a sore thumb yeah, to me. Just Dude, was what like, what'd you think of this match? I didn't care for it. I I don't know. Like three, you know, trios tag team matches. Like, <laughs> and I like the House of Black and I like Darby, but I'm not a big Miro guy. Like, I don't hate him, yeah. but um I could have done without it. I, I think sorry, good. No, you're good. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. I was just gonna say I think this match was disappointing for as high as yeah. I am on House of Black. You know, I did think it was kind of a letdown, and we you know we who knows what the issues are with Malachi Black. You know, yeah. Well, he, he, like, took a, he took a, a bow took a bow, afterwards. Yeah. Like, There's so... footage of it too. Like I saw it, and it definitely yeah. looks like he's like saying goodbye at least for now. You know, and then so. Tony Khan didn't comment on it. So, which, so there was a which, there was a comment later by CM Punk that um. You know, he was alluding to MJF, like wanted to go to WWE and he's like, the grass isn't always greener. And that was obviously storyline related. But in reality, like it works both ways. The grass isn't always greener everywhere you go. Like AEW. Well, I in feel WWE, like... his wife is employed by WWE, right? Yeah. Triple H, who had him at the top of NXT, is in charge now, right? Yes. So the grass. Could but be I don't even. Him. But I don't even think it's all of that, though. I think that because like the reports are that like he's having like a personal issue. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then the the fact that Tony decided not to talk on it, it reminds me of how he chose not to speak on John Moxley's personal mm-hmm. issues as well. I'm know? just saying, like to to and relate it Brody's, to you know, personal to, issues to relate it to what we do know is like you know the grass not being always greener is like in AEW the grass has not been greener for Malachi. I don't think like I don't think that he's been used to the best of his abilities and it's no, been a little while so now yeah I, I i could agree with that too but i also don't think it's wwe main roster bad either where no they stripped away his music and entrance had him definitely not as bad but you know Adam what i mean so it's sort of like ricochet yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so like, definitely not anywhere it's, near it's that. not that either you yeah. know so sort of like but like we say all the time not everybody could be the top guy no there's you know? a lot so to juggle like, there's a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of talent to juggle i think they're they definitely have but kind I, of I hope some the of guy, these guys though i hope the guy sorts out whatever he's sorting out because it looks sad his thing at the end because there's a there's a clip of it somebody who was like on the side of the um ramp yeah. recorded it you know and it like and it just looked he looked sad doing and like julia hart's like, consoling him on the way yeah out. you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it didn't it, it didn't seem like some bitter thing you know mm-hmm. like we're like he's so well dude if it's angry, a matter it of like something's not right if it's a matter of like how he's being used or anything like that all i could say is like malachi black and claudio just to put him back in it to me like i think they're top of the card stars like i think they should be focused on they should be featured i know you gotta build the stuff like you don't want to rush into it but if that's what it is i i hope they don't lose him because they misused him or something mm-hmm. like that you know and all, he's a yeah, great talent yeah. i think he's awesome to play devil's advocate again you know if he's had if it is personal issues who knows how long these personal issues because usually you don't get personal issues overnight and decide to quit your job right right so who knows how long this has been going on which has led to maybe them not pulling the trigger on certain aspects of the thing if the guy's not going to be you know the best uh you know ability is availability right and if like you're not going to be there or if they feel like your head isn't there you could only do so much right so you're kind of hamstrung either way if it is a personal beef you know so or a yeah. personal issue, whatever the, the issue is. So we don't know, you know what right. I mean? Since we, do, we don't really know anything, but it's a bummer to me because, you know, you guys know I fuck with the House of Black. You know, I posted one thing on my Instagram story about all of the wrestling all weekend and it was the House of Black, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I want them to succeed. I like literally all like all three members. Well, I will say if, if Malachi does end up leaving, like I think Brody King too, he has star written on him. So yeah, I agree. You know, maybe they'll they'll segue it into his, uh, you know, um, emergence. They just have to change Buddy's name. Nah, he can go fuck off. I mean, he could go. 
I don't have no, no, any time harsh. for him. Um, harsh. All right. So the main event, the big intense battle. I mean, this was like, you know, we had the the build. We had the the twist, the turns. We didn't know what was going to happen coming in. This one was punk healthy. You know, we had the Ace Steel hype video promo before, uh, you know, on the previous Dynamite that really. That was so good. It was amazing. We didn't well, really talk real about quick, it. Like last time we talked about this, we weren't even sure. That's true. We had no fucking idea what was going to happen. That's true. There wasn't. The last time we spoke about this, there wasn't an AEW title match. Mm-hmm. We thought Punk may have been like hurt. Mm-hmm. Like extremely. we didn't know what the issue was. Yeah, 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 we didn't know what the hell was going on. So, yeah, well, to our um, surprise and our, you know, our joy, I guess Punk on Dynamite. Yeah, on Dynamite, Ace Steel convinced Punk to sign the contract. I'm sure you guys saw it by now, but it was what one of promo. the best. What a pro- promo. Yeah, a great yeah. segment, a great promo by Ace Steel. Great. I mean, a great promo by Punk, even. Uh, honestly, also a great promo early in the night by John Moxley. Absolutely. Who, yeah. Who I yeah. was like, oh, I think he's intimidated. He came out and he delivered a, one of his best promos I've ever heard him cut. Um, so they both brought it on that Wednesday night. They sold the shit out of this match that night. So we were all like kind of geared up for it. And then, you know, it was brutal. It was intense. You had Moxley drinking blood at some points, licking Punk's blood. Um, yeah. There you was, fuck. yeah, there was like they were wrestling into the crowd, fighting into the crowd. Punk wore the long pants, which I really like the long pants. Punk, you guys not a fan? I don't mind it. I mean, it's not what I think of with Punk, obviously, but like I like that it, you don't know what it's going to be. I like that aspect of the gear. <laughs> you know, it could be the shorts, it could be the the pants, it could be you know CM pants. CM pants. I, mean, I like I like yeah. CM trunks. Yeah, CM trunks or CM pants. Well, yeah. CM, yeah, they were they were the white, you know, the white tights, and they give me like a little also, red heart vibe. Real with quick the... though, exactly. I was gonna say the stars were. That's absolutely a Bret Hart shout out. Yeah. So I, I guess that's why I like them, right? Yeah. That was cool. He looked, you know, he looked great. Um, I, man, there was that period of time where John Moxley fought in Japan uh, post WWE and even back in CCW, but like he would wear the trunks. He wore the trunks yep. with the barbed wire. Man, just popped them on. Like, dude, I hate Moxley's gear, man. Me too. I was going to say, though, like, so we've seen him in tights, right? Yeah. Like, do you guys prefer that? Oh yeah, yeah. For trunks with the bar wire, maybe you, in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, Frank? I don't. I I don't know what to say because I fucking hate the shit he had on yesterday and okay. like pretty much recently. Yeah. But I don't know that like his persona matches like exactly. wrestling trunks exactly, you know? and that's why I, as much as I hate those pants, yeah, yeah, like it kind of fits with him. But yeah, he's yeah. done that to himself because like look at terry funk like he he wore trunks you know and then i mean he was maybe like long tights like punk wore okay you know like like like, i don't i don't know what the answer is because like i saw him with the tights and it looked weird to me yeah you're used to him in the jeans and the shield stuff and now this but back in czw you wore the i'm not used to him in the fucking jeans though you never bring (laughs) that never yeah that never grew jeans doing a white beater i was not well, and, it's, and some people that works for it, like yeah. I thought it worked for like Brody Lee when he was wearing the big old yeah. jeans and the big old dirty shirt, but right, like, not or whatever his name. Well, was. did you ever yeah. hear the story though about Brody? You know, remember he had that gross like white shirt? Yeah, 
but like it always smelled good. He would Did never you ever hear that. Yeah, yeah. He would like that's funny. He would wash the shit out of that shirt. It that looked disgusting, but grimy, it yeah. always smelled really good. That's yeah, funny. man. R.I.P. Brody King, man. Brody Lee. Jeez, that was um. Yeah, that was dark times. Definitely dark times. This was like a dark match, though. There was a lot of blood, a lot of intensity. They were going back and forth. I felt like it was a like a memorable match. It sometimes in feuds, you know, especially with guys like this that are brawlers and whatnot, you don't get the the match to live up to the feud to the hype of the feud. But I do think the match lived up to the hype. Did you guys think so overall? Overall, I did. Um, it kind of like the, the um the argument I keep hearing is like, what was the point of the squash match then? Mm-hmm. You know, because like it's sort of, you know, like in in the build up to it, you have that squash, and it's like it just gets both belts on Moxley, and then you have this real match, and like did that take away? I I want I wasn't against that angle. I like the squash match, but I think it kind of did take away a tiny bit from like the impact of this match, if that makes sense. You mean um, like to have that match at all? Yeah, like to have squash that squash match. match. Yeah, I think it takes away a little bit from this big blockbuster event. Like if this was just to unify the titles, it would have just been like an epic feeling match. We like would have not got the, the a steel thing. But we wouldn't have had the moments. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I'm conflicted on it because I think it ultimately hurts this match a tiny bit. But I still think this match was very good i think it was the best match of the night that's my it was my top rated match of the night I, yeah i had my little ratings mm-hmm. for every match and um and i thought it was and i thought the ending was really great like i really loved the moment of the, the two gts's I, yeah and like landing and on like him the, and... and like the camera on him as he's struggling to get and like the way moxie falls onto his shoulder right. and punk punk babe could barely get him up for that first one then it's like you know we all know he's not like the strongest most athletic yeah. guy so it's like can he even get him up? Like I was worried him botching it kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like I always kill Shawn Michaels for fucking not grabbing the fucking belts in that ladder match twice against Razor <laughs> in the rematch. You know, I'm like, to me, like it fucking ruins the match. Cause he just couldn't grab the belts and Razor had to sit there for fucking eight minutes outside the ring, like pretending he was still hurt. But Shawn Michaels kept falling. And that's like a little botch of a ending of a really good match that kind of, fucks up the whole match so i'm like if he can't lift this guy up and he falls and he has to redo it or whatever it would have fucking ruined the ending so i was Can happy we go one up. show without no 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 disparaging no, no. Shawn michaels jeez no, 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 no. <laughs> no man so i'll stop when you stop shit on AEW for stuff you praise WWE for all right well, we'll, we'll one day we'll make a <laughs> list of uh who who does which more but um duke what did you think of the match itself did it live up to the hype yeah i thought it was good i like at the end of a W matches, it's just so long. <laughs> like it is, man. Those shows are so long. And like, I don't know. I feel like it's weird to complain that a wrestling show is so long, but like, it's so much to like take in, you know? So like at the end, you know, you're kind of like drained, you know, I thought it was a good match for sure. And like, you know, like Frank said, what's the point of having him lose? But again, it's to get these moments and it's to get Punk winning in Chicago. But it yeah. almost gives me like, you know, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Road Wild vibes where mm-hmm. Luger wins the strap on Nitro only to lose it to Hogan and Sturgis, you know, like, I mean, yeah. I love Punk. 
I love Moxley. Never thought I'd say that, you know, I was kind of like torn, you know, as to who to cheer for, but, um, same, you know, I think the right guy won. He's like, he says, man, like he's the moneymaker for that company. Yes. I do think it's a shame for Moxley because, um, they had, it's, it's not, it's, you can't do it. You can't keep the title on them right now. Like I agree for business. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be punk. Um, but Moxley, I've always been a Moxley guy. I guess he's worked so hard to get back. And it's like, you and know, like he says, like he is the heart and soul, dude. Right. Like when Punk was gone, who held that company up? You know, right. During, you know, the COVID 2020, who held that company up? Yeah. yeah well, since him, he's been dude. there, you know, he's, he's been pretty, um, he's pretty, pretty much the heart and soul. But I just hope, you know, post uh, this all out that, it comes back around to Moxley, you know, not that everybody gets to turn the way, but like, I do think he Mm -hmm. can, he's a, he's a mainstay in the main event to me. And I hope he's not forgotten. They've absolutely treated him like a main eventer. That was his first loss. And that's that's my argument for Moxley. Where like John says he feels bad for Moxley. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if Punk doesn't get injured, he's not even in the picture. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So to me, that was they were them giving him his flowers for being the COVID pandemic era champion. Mm-hmm. Hey, you get the interim title, which John was like against. A lot, a lot of people were maybe, I mean, some mm-hmm. people were, um, you get the interim title and then you also get the squash punk to unify. You're the first ever two time world champion in this company. Yeah. And then now punk just got to do. Yeah. You just got to do. Yeah. But punk wasn't first. <laughs> right. No, Moxley, no, I know. Right? But I'm just like, saying histor- it's funny. Yeah. His, yeah, exactly. Like historically speaking, it'll always go down. The first ever guy to win that belt yeah. twice was John Moxley, you know? No. And, and that was his first champion loss. In front of the also of yeah. uh, punks. Yeah. It was like him a, was his yeah, first loss good. in one year. Moxley's yeah, record man. is like ridiculous. He's like 50 something in like five or something. Yeah. So that's why I don't feel bad for him because it's sort of like, listen, the guy that we've discussed this plenty punk is just a different level than all these guys yep. yeah and, and like every in every aspect and then it's there's like, a couple hall of famers on aw's roster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. punk is damn yes. near the top of the list no yeah, definitely. well i wasn't saying well, like jericho, jericho, jericho punk, yeah. yeah yeah i said and, damn yeah near yeah the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah, list. yeah but i wasn't saying i think like those that, are it though i feel bad for nah danielson for sure no, 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 no. I'm saying thing. as the, the top guys, sure. though. Like, if yeah, you want to rank them in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. If you because, rank like, in Christian order of, like, should be there, yeah, but exactly. he doesn't get the respect exactly. that he deserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But He's no, only I, held, you know, every title ever <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, WWE. Exactly. But No, I wasn't saying I feel show. bad for Moxley um, because you're right. Like, they have really built him up, and he's he's legitimized, like you said, with the win and um, the squash what whatnot. But I just hope that he doesn't get – relegated into you know because for a while there i mean he was fighting on rampage like you know having these i just want him to be involved in the main stories i guess is my point yeah but you know what i think that's his own doing man i think he just fucking wants to wrestle that's great like and i love that i think he's a a great story on dynamite dude yeah yeah or not i'm sorry not dynamite dark oh did he yeah well post-match we had the early the joker from earlier in the night the lights went out we had an audio recording from tony khan playing he was uh, i love it i love he was he was releasing this voicemail this uh this audio so he explained that he's gonna allow this guy to show up for the fans because the fans are clamoring for him so 
he's going to let this guy show up to the pay-per-view and pay Frank, whatever. Yeah. Frank, why don't you take it from here? Tell me about no, this, I'm, uh, this moment. The, the recording, it's like Tony saying, you know, have you show up or put you in the casino battle Royal match. I'll pay you whatever. They bleeped out the amount of money. I just, I love all this shit. You know, it's all like the internet speculation, all the internet workings, you know, and like they just present it in a voicemail that I guess this surprise participant like uh, reveals and then you see him, you see him back. He takes off the mask and he pops on that Burberry scarf. Oh my God. Who was it? Who was it? The music hits and it's fucking MJ back. After three months, three long of, months of working the boys. I don't know who knows, right? But yeah. MJF's reveal, he comes out, he alludes to you know, CM Punk's in the ring, the new crown champion in Chicago. He he does the classic, I'm coming for the belt. The crowd of Chicago starts cheering MJF, 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 which was kind of shocking, you know, like because the crowd was kind of mixed with Moxley and Punk, you know, they got Mox got chance, but yeah. I felt like the punk strength still like overwhelmed it by the end. You know, it was like the crowd got back on the punk train, but then when MJF came out, it was like, Whoa, they're cheering MJF. And then he had to flip off the fucking crowd just to make sure like, Hey, I still don't like you guys, even though you're cheering. Well, they did play another callback. They played the quick CM punk from ROH promo. That's right. That's right. Which was, um, I guess obviously tied into their feud as well, but Mm -hmm. you guys knew that was MJF. By his walk and his By every fingers detail, and his uh, <laughs> you neck. did not. You and I not was in denial. I, I just, you know, <laughs> was throwing out other names, but um, Zach Ryder and things like that. Matt Cardona. <laughs> Matt Cardona. But um, I think uh, the way they brought him back, we talked about it. Like, is it needed to do it like this uh, with, with the group of guys, with Stokely and yeah. all that stuff? So yeah. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like... Does this mean that he's associated with him and all these dudes or yeah, like, it must. you know, once again, like it's, it's just, it's muddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, but I found it weird. interesting that none of those guys were involved in the reveal of him as well, which is the right call. Cause I'm Jeff doesn't need on any of that shit, but it's just, it was, but then why did when, they come down yeah, to pull exactly, the chip no, for like, him? None, yeah, exactly. Like all that shit. Sense. It's just like, yeah. what is that going? But that's why I guess we'll see what, that business relationship is this uh yeah we're gonna get into that like is this a this is a loaded question but is this a potential double turn where mj i think so the baby face i think so versus cm punk i do i i just think that that promo in los angeles where he goes off on tony khan just got so much buzz and it was so anti like authority and even if tony but that's khan also cm like, punk's thing or do you like so i'm wondering how that'll they'll make but, that work but cm punk has been playing you know the by the book guy for the last year right up until maybe post yeah all out we'll 2022 yeah. you know so like so i just think that like i regardless of who it is anybody who yeah. shits on their boss is gonna you know what I mean? It has one of these moments that feels real, like the CM Punk pipe bomb, right? That was the MJF pipe bomb that night. Yeah. And like the crowd just wants to see what happens, whether they like you or not. They want to cheer for you. They want to see what you're going to do because they want to be a part of something so fucking epic. And I mm-hmm. think he's not going to, you know, we'll see. I think he's a good enough heel that he could get heat back. again from the yeah. crowd. You know what I mean? And maybe, maybe it'll go back, but 
I think it's like they kept him off TV, off everything for three whole months. You know, that's a long time in pro wrestling, especially modern day pro wrestling. You know, it's like to have a guy just not being involved. Right. And like you heard it was a Chicago crowd cheering MJF. So it's, it's like I feel like you have to you have to do something with it. I don't know. Dude, I'm not, you, I don't know that I love MJF as heel, but I mean, dude, as a baby face. But would you see. would you book a, a baby face MJF and sort of, I guess, I don't want to say wash away everything he's built up as far as like a heel or, or would you, would you try to keep framing it with him as the heel punk as the face? Yeah. I mean, you can book whatever you want, but at some point the fans turn you, mm. you know, like, and I think that's, what's going to happen probably. And like Frank said, the anti-authority, you know, stuff like, Definitely, like, you know, everybody wants to say F you to their boss. But these fans love you know? Tony Khan, usually, right? Like, you would think they'd yeah, be team they, Tony I, but Khan. But they love the game, too. Once you know, again, we're going to get yeah. into the wrestling fans are fickle thing. Yeah. And they're going to they turn ever? against, They're you know, they're going to turn against Punk at some point. Right. You know, like, so. It's going to happen. Maybe it'll be. I hope that MJF says, fuck you, when the fans cheer him, because that's. Like, I don't think MJF is this, like, elite fucking once-in-a-lifetime performer like a lot of people do. Yeah, I actually But I do think that he's a really good bad guy, Mm -hmm. and that's what he has going for him. In a world with no real bad guys, Exactly, like, with a bunch of bad guys that try to be cool all the time. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, like, if, you know, the fans start to cheer for him, and like Frank said, like, he gives them, you know, the double fingers last night like i hope that he continues that like i think if he i think do you guys think that like mjf is like this generational talent well without without going too long into the tangents here on mjf it's not a tangent it's no no simple question yeah no i I know frank feels very passionate about uh some of his aew topics but i think with this one like mjf he like we said he's he's a heel in a world where heels don't truly mm-hmm. exist. And I so, love that about him. So we're going to rate him, you know, a yeah. lot higher. And mm-hmm. for me, it's, I guess it's like, I do rate him pretty high in the current climate mm-hmm. in the current day. Do I think he's generational? No, to even put him even near, uh, like even near a piece of paper that says Roddy Piper's name on it makes me like sick, you know, but exactly. But yeah. but in this current day and age, I, yeah. I really do appreciate what he's doing. All right. We're yeah. we're all on the same page then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I like him, you know. Mm-hmm. I just I've always over... been very critical of him, actually. You know, because right. I mean? people yeah. especially the AEW fans will go, This guy is like the best on the mic right. easily. And I because like, they this... don't know that wrestling existed before nineteen ninety seven. No, and you it's know? just like I just never saw it that way but i do think he's a big star and i do think that for sure moment, i do think the moment in la where he went off his pipe bomb was like a a next level making and he's had moment, the best feuds you know? in aw yeah you know every you think he would had. be a good baby face like like just as good of a baby face or you think i, it's... I don't know I, to me it's unknown i i, have I think no he, idea if he i think be. he would be because he's talented and he can talk yeah mm-hmm. and you do know you think, like I, I do you think he you know if, like the rock you know Right. If he wants to, he's witty. You know, when you're witty, you can do whatever you want. If he he wants to make this crowd hate him going into this view of punk, like, do you think he's capable or do you, because you said the crowd can, yeah. Yeah. Um, So obviously we mentioned punk got the one, the win. He's the world champion. Um, 
we saw MJF come out. We we did. And mention- this was probably what was scheduled, right? Before Punk got hurt. Pro- oh, right. With MJF. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. MJF's return, maybe. Yeah. So we did touch on like all the, the extracurricular stuff to bring MJF back. You know, I love all that stuff. Like, I love the storytelling aspect. I love the voicemail coming in. I love the the, the lights out thing yeah. when they when they do it right. Like, I'm all about the lights it. out thing. I'm kind of like, well, it's like when they do it right. Fucking show at this point, yeah. But I will say, um, sometimes I still lights out. I love it. <laughs> I the lights go out and I'm like, I want to see. You're what's like, oh, it's sad. I'm yeah. saying, I love that. Yeah, guy. Exactly. it's just so. Much. I don't think the lights went out for Saddam. Yeah, yeah, they did. Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah, they That's did. Oh, that yeah. was why it was like the the colossal. You know, everybody hated yeah. that one. But um, I want to just say, you know, with these extracurricular things and the the shoots, the real shoot work shoot stuff, it's dangerous because like WCW, late WCW, got a little too like ambitious with I think the extra stuff. Like they forgot what the thing about AEW, which I liked, was like they kept it pretty simple, straightforward storytelling. They didn't overcomplicate things, at least when I, you know, since I've been watching. I think this one, depending on how they follow up with it, could get a little, a little strange with all the like the Stokely stuff. You got big W uh, WM Marcy in there, like th- to try to make this all work. We'll see, right? That was, is it, is, that is, that is was it like, another tell that we didn't get into was Marcy being in the group when mjf because mjf is the guy who brought morrissey into the fold you know right right, yeah to begin with yeah so like that was another does he have any relationship with the uh with the gun club Uh, i don't think so no no okay yeah i'm just wondering so we'll see where that goes you stupid old man i'm a snake the greatest thing the devil ever did was making people believe he didn't exist and i am the devil himself. I'm not so convinced on this whole Stokely crew, though, because like there's guys in there that I like, like Ethan Page, you know, mm-hmm. and and like I'm not crazy high on Morrissey, but I like him as a big guy who can mm-hmm. fuck shit up. I like him as that guy. So it's sort of like I would like to see him do stuff, and like I don't well, know, you know about like that honestly so far, but... to to say, um, how do you not know how to book Ethan Page? Like I don't think Ethan Page needs to be next to MJF, right? Like nope, this doesn't yeah. like I don't think Ethan Page needs him, and I don't think MJF needs Ethan Page. It's like how do you not nope. know what to do with Ethan Page? I, I I wonder though, like we'll we'll have to wait and see on Wednesday because t- MJF doesn't need any of this shit, right? So it's sort nope. of like. But they needed a way to bring him in, so I'm wondering if this was just like a business proposition. Because you know, right? He, did he just mocks, like pay? You know, MJ, yeah, MJF pay always just Stokely, pays, has like, hired hands night, always. Yeah. You know, okay. so like I don't know if that was maybe it. Because I'm and I'm hoping that's what it is because he doesn't well, need to be with. That's all that's all shit. the storyline aspect. A- afterwards, we do have to mention some of the post match stuff because um, during the media scrum, like we're gonna get into is it a work? Is it a shoot? All this stuff. We're not going to spend so much time talking about this, but there's a lot of speculation about what happened. There's reports that came out because after, so just to put it in perspective at the scrum CM Punk, he sort of aired at some dirty laundry about Cole Cabana. If you want to hear about CM Punk, tune into our last episode. <laughs> yeah, we will get into all the, we, we did get into all the uh, CM Punk drama 
over the years but this this is current day stuff right now and it's happening right before our eyes so he did he he sort of aired some dirty laundry with Cole Cabana he went into the hangman page stuff about hangman not wanting to accept some advice they had a back and forth punk called him uh, we'll we'll include some audio here probably but he he lit hangman up with some insults he he, he put down he called him brainless or something didn't yeah. he? he he said he's yeah. fucking brainless um and he yeah. he mentioned comments about working with kids to my credit i think i mentioned before that AEW has a little bit of a uh, an issue where it looks like sometimes it's like the kids kind of running the show i don't know i, I like the young bucks and omega but Punk just lit a lot of people up, the EVPs. So he, he made a lot of comments. You guys can like maybe paraphrase if you want at some point, but let's talk about what's been reported since then. Apparently there was a fight that broke out, real or sh- shooter work, we don't know. Supposedly, uh, I think it no was Matt saw. Jackson. Yeah, it was it was Matt Jackson got hit in the head with a chair. I want to say it was Nick Jackson. I didn't hear all that. But... Oh, you didn't hear that? <laughs> A steel, a steel bit Kenny Omega. What yeah, the hell? Get out of here. Check it out. This is this is this is what's being reported. That they, they, oh, wow. Back, Who's reporting this? People multiple on Twitter? people. Sky Sports and like, unnamed source. Bleach, Bleach Sky Europe. Sports. The the wrestling. Um, they're they're wrestling. Who's reporting entity. it? They're repeating what they're reading like like that but like who who's reporting that these stories that's what you got to look at it especially with pro fucking pro wrestling oh journalism. i know oh yeah you know what i mean it's sort of like they're just re they're just putting a headline to tweets that get put out there you know like bleacher oh, report yeah. bleacher report isn't like a news source right no and i think bleacher report is news. did have a hand in reporting that but let's just yeah. say let that you know they took offense to punk's words let's just let's pretend for a minute punk was shooting let's pretend okay. he was because you know what like I believe with the Cole Cabana stuff, he's being genuine. Oh, Let's I just assume he's definitely, you know, in his feels about all this stuff going on with Hangman and all that. Does this, how do you look at CM Punk if this is for real, for real? So, so this one was, is, is interesting, right? And he kind of even said it in that scrum. He goes, I didn't say shit for so long. Cause he's like, when you finally say something, you look like, you know, you're causing a problem. What I don't know what he said. It's like, it looks like you're defensive. You know what I mean? But for weeks, even leading up to the CM Punk episode that we did, you're saying there's all these reports of drama and he's going, I don't have any fucking drama, but people are burying me on the internet, you know? And he was like, people are saying, I got this guy fucking fired or moved to Ring of Honor. Well, he said that whatever. was leaked by the EVPs. Yeah. So, that, so Kenny uh, Omega, yeah, exactly. the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. Hangman Page are he goes, essentially leaking and, that he and got Kenny Omega and Kenny and not Kenny Omega and Hangman Page is the one who dropped the Cole Cabana line on CM Punk on live television going in for business, you know, into business for himself, according to Punk and seemingly Tony Khan agreeing, you know, like that Hangman did say. So, so he's getting the shit in the ring about Cole Cabana stuff. And he's like, I haven't talked about this fucking guy in uh, 10 years. You know what I mean? Right. And he was like, right. and then people on the internet are tweeting, see punks are cancerous to the locker room. And punks like, I haven't fucking done a thing to this guy. You know what I mean? So like, why, what did he go? He even said it in the post fight yesterday. Well, he goes, what did I deserve to have some fucking brainless dumb fuck or whatever he called hangman page. He goes, go in there. A and fucking say some mindless shit about- fuck. I think he called him. Yeah. You know? So it's sort of like, I could understand the frustration. So whether or not that's the right moment to go about this business, you know, who knows, right? But I'll well, do think... well. Let me ask. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make yeah, go, no, 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 no. I was, was going to ask you really quick, um, just because we talked about 
you know, last week professionalism and all that stuff. Let's mm-hmm. we're going to play along and just believe what we see right now. Right. Like, let's just say it's 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 a shoot. Like, let's 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 go with it. Um, Like the CM Punk for you. Does this take away from his legacy if he's going to go here? Right. And then just start to sort of like put people on blast that are pretty high up in the company to help establish the company. I'm just literally throwing you the question. I think that the Colt Cabana stuff is true. 100%. Like he doesn't fuck with him anymore and he's tired Mm -hmm. of talking about it. You know, it's like he's moved on. Yeah. You know, um, so if you're asking me like the rest of the stuff, like, is he talking shit about Kenny and the bucks? Like is if that's a shoot, then I'll say once again, nobody likes the truth, man. You know, like he said, you know, the EVPs couldn't run a target. (laughs) I think there are a lot of really talented target managers out there, but they're probably, you know, not in line to run a wrestling company, you know? When I finally had to countersue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. It's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and bullshit and and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him. What did I ever do in this world to to deserve an empty-headed, fucking dumb fuck like hangman adam page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself it's similar to you know maybe like how cody felt like he's tired of playing with kids so he he left you know who knows i don't think that if it's a work what do we get out of this if it's a work that's yeah well, let's speculate for a second. If it's a work, let's leave the Cole Cabana stuff out because there's no payoff with that. Mm-hmm. There's zero. Do right. you want to see a Cole Cabana yeah. CM Punk match at that full gear? No, thank you. No, no, right. no, no one I want to see a Cole Cabana match. Yeah, right. Period. Right. So, so no, so no payoff there if it's a work. With the Kenny thing, of course, that could lead to big business. With the Hangman thing, sure, but business. we're we're already. It's punk and MJF. Like we exactly we just established that. It's a little so overlapping. Like, of that's what makes me think, you know, it it was real. You know, do I think it ruins his legacy? Absolutely not. No, yeah, bro. I, I know so, yeah. you have your issues with CM Punk. You know, you have issues well, with Phil, Phil Brooks, Brooks. I think Absolutely. right, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, however you feel, that's how you feel. You're entitled to it. CM Punk is a goddamn first ballot yeah hall of famer generational talent like for sure like is it professional to go out and blast your your you know your co-workers probably not no definitely but not. he's sick of fucking talking about it you well know? you say you definitely be... not tooch you say definitely not but you know isn't he defending himself if, There's ways if, to do if, it, though. If, yeah, but if the EVP or whoever is in question that put out these stories that he's saying, putting out these stories about me to make people hate on me, if that's in fact true, who's unprofessional? You know, like it's, you know, it's, if once a guy, you push and you push and you push, and once a guy responds, everybody wants to point at him as like the dickhead. And it's like, sometimes that's not the case, you know? And that's what's funniest to me about this rant, because like, like our episode, 
you know, I feel like you kind of went in hard about like blaming punk and it's like, fair enough. Oh, I thought but then I, went, it, but, I was yeah, pretty soft. on. But, him, but then maybe, yeah, you may have been softer than normal, but yeah, still harder. And like, but, and then this one, when he, and you said it yourself, it was like, he's not lying in this right. one. Like, you know what he's I mean? Like, lying. this is the one where I feel like he's probably going to get a lot of shit for, because people are so protective of whatever their favorites are. But it's like, but this is the one, like, if that's true, if he's not lying and Tony Khan is sitting there saying, yeah, they shouldn't have said it. I should have talked to him before. Like Tony Khan has basically confirmed everything that Punk said sitting right next to him he didn't confirm like, it he just looked like a scared little boy no no, no. he confirmed like, it because he said like he's like you have these evps he's like saying stuff and he goes i know i should have just said no question you know what i mean yeah, that's when, when it sounded up, you know? like a work a little bit right yeah like, yeah you him, know and, and, and but like and that's like that fine line of like what is and isn't yeah um but like the idea that like punk being unprofessional it's like listen dude this is the business of uh dollars and cents and all anybody was talking about today was cm punk Yep. and AEW. You know Agreed. what I mean? Like We're we sitting here talking yeah, about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, like, I want to just say this though, like about let's once again, like, let's act like it's a shoot. And even the Cole Cabana stuff, we're gonna probably all agree that that sounds real. It's like, yeah, that sounds so. Real. Let's just <laughs> let's just say this because this is why I have a problem with it. It's like CM Punk or no, we'll just go Phil Brook. Phil Brooks, the person, like it makes him look like such a trash human to be, and it's hard to cheer for trash people, like in any aspect, like. Uh, because say we're 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 not talking for 10 years one of us and then one day we're friends now like great friends best friends right but 10 years from now i go out and i and i just unleash this like visceral like dialogue about how you know you're on your mom's bank account like you're okay. like were you ever was he really ever your friend? Like, no matter what you did to me, like, yeah, but you why just would I? Exp- a, you just skipped a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah, though, yeah, dude. it's like that's it convenient just for your argument. Like yeah, they yeah. weren't, they weren't good buddies, and then all of a sudden, fucking punk killed this dude. Yeah, a lot well, they, of stuff they were lifelong friends, right? So they were, yeah, but like a lot of stuff happened in between. Mm-hmm. Sure, but like I know what there's saying. ways to I, handle it. Like if you did some dirty sure. shit to me, the lowest bro, of low, we already I'm, said we're not you and i are not the same human being as phil brooks we don't carry hate etc you know we handle things differently but i can't blame him when this guy is a piece of shit to him Mm -hmm. and he finally fucking explodes you know like and and he hasn't even mentioned the guy's name in 10 years cm punk it's everybody else who right. keeps mentioning his name like he's talking about how punk is such a piece of shit right like he said and he's like what the fuck am I he's doing? like i don't want to fucking talk about this well anymore. just keep yeah. taking the high road i would say i mean it is what it is with the, the cabana thing wrote me the wrong the worst out of all of it because i just think if that was ever your friend like it's just kind of gross i get be, it like, i get you it. know but the yeah, other I, stuff i get it too i get what you're saying too john but like but sometimes you know, relationships fall out in such a bad way that there is no coming back from it. You know what I mean? Whether you are boys or not, hopefully we never experienced something like that, you know? But I mean, like I have, you know, in my life for sure have had relationships falter like that, but you know, they, these people might've did the lowest of the low to me, but I'll tell you right now, like, I still love them. Like they were still at one point in my life, like I'm very close to And I could tell you the opposite, you know, and I could tell you the opposite where I've had relationships that I've fallen out and I haven't talked to people in a dozen years. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to talk to them, but it's like, don't bury bury them. Like, yeah, yeah. we're going to agree on that or disagree on that. No, no. I, yeah, I can see both sides and I, I'm more like in line with you, 
you know, where, you know, you don't carry hate and stuff like that, you know, at one time you had great times with that person, et cetera. But, and like, you shouldn't, you know, trash him, but I think he, he's just at the point where he's fucking sick of talking about it. Yeah. You know, and like and, they keep pushing him, and he finally fucking exploded, you know? And then he there's like a piece of shit. Yeah. Then there's people making podcasts calling yeah. him a piece of shit, you know? And it's like, I get it. But this is the one where I do kind of feel bad. Like, I never felt bad for him, you know, and all this other shit. Like, it is what it is, right? You choose your life the way it's going to turn out. Yeah. But this is the one where I feel bad because I'm like, he's going to get roasted and people are going to act like he's this terrible person. And I was like, literally, it's he's been forced. He forces it. And his points are, I think, valid. He goes... Did like hangman he's like you're gonna jeopardize the first million dollar gate in this company's history you know what i mean by doing that and he's not wrong you know and like the build up to this was the crowd maybe less into it because of all this shit that they're hearing on the internet that it's nonsense you know what i mean and on all of the build up to this show whether the punk is toxic backstage people hate him and it's really just nick jackson and hangman going in for, into business for themselves you know what right. i mean and it's like man punk is now this evil doer you know yeah it's like I could see, and and it's like not to fucking mention, it's an it's the third million dollar gate in a row off his back, and he's not wrong about it. You know what I mean? And no. it's like, and if you noticed, only, only I wasn't, com- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't actually like coming in hot when when we saw all this stuff this morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, like, and I still don't feel like a trash. Like, I'm not sitting here calling him a piece of shit. I'm not. That's, yeah. Those words aren't coming out of my mouth. I'm just feeling like some of his choices, if it's a shoot. With the cult thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not sitting here like crucifying him though. Like I agree yeah. with you. He made good points. He spoke more truth. If they were unprofessional to leak that stuff, like I get him like freaking out on these guys, DVPs and whatnot. Um, where it goes from here though, Duke brought up a good point. So why don't I just let you guys like play play fantasy booker or whatever? Where does where's the payoff? Like for either one of you, do you have one if it's a work? Well, personally, I don't have a payoff right now, right? But the way AW works is typically, right? Their payoffs don't come in the next month, right? Like we were kind of used to in a WWE build, right? Where they have a pay-per-view every three and a half weeks or whatever the fuck it is. So like sometimes they reach a payoff much quicker. Sometimes they extend it. AW will do these long-term payoff things. It took Hangman two years to get to the fucking title shot, right? It took MJF was just MJF was just off TV for three months, and who knows when his actual payoff is going to happen to this thing. So with the Bucks and, and, and Kenny, like, I don't know how much of Kenny Omega's involvement in that whole drama is because it sounded to me like the Bucks and Hangman more so than Kenny Omega, but I don't know. Right. Um, I think the payoff, I think you could build, you still have plenty of time to plant seeds to something way bigger, whether it be CM Punk versus Kenny Omega in a mega fucking match in six months, you know what I mean? Or, depending on what happens with them just so like i'm torn like story-wise like i couldn't tell you where it goes but i can't say that i'm not intrigued by possibilities of some of these stories because these are all huge names right we're talking Oof. hangman young bucks kenny omega cm punk mgf and i need a survivor about, yeah. series match yeah if we want to put in a wrestling in the ftr and Ward I don't, there we go i don't know where it's gonna go but Something we were saying and that Punk has kind of been alluding to, and this is why some of the workiness trickles into my brain and my logic, is because Punk has said things like, 
you know, this honeymoon phase type shit isn't going to be forever. You know, like he, he's been leaning into like, you wanted to see this, the old punk, you're going to get him, you know? And, and it, who knows how much it is, is him leaning into all that shit. Like, yeah. oh, you guys hate me. Cause you think I'm a piece of shit backstage. Oh, you guys hate that. I'm like this cocky asshole. You know what I mean? That thinks I'm the fucking best in the world. Now you're going to get just, it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know where it's going to head, but with a guy like CM Punk, and as long as his heart's in the game, it's probably going to be the best shit we're seeing and telling and wrestling. You know Easily. what I mean? Like one way or another. Yeah. So like, I, I watched that Scrum Live last night. So like, I was going to text you guys both because I was watching it. I ended up texting my buddy Will. Yeah, West Coast Will. time, a little early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up texting my buddy Will like, yo, dude, Punk is fucking going off in this Scrum. Because I watched the whole Scrum. I always watch the Scrums afterwards. And I was going to text you guys, but I was like, I knew for a fact because I'm going to wake up at six in the morning or something, my time. And John Tucci is going to text <laughs> us saying like, this fucking guy's doing nah, it. No, you thought I was going to go like harder. That. I liked yeah, it. I, I enjoyed yeah, like yeah. the, I the most of it. I didn't love the so I just let thing, you but... guys like discover it on your own. If you weren't watching it live, yeah. I was like, I'll hear, I was like, I'll hear from them. You know what I mean? I can guarantee you I was asleep because <laughs> yeah. I watched a fucking nine hour pay-per-view. Also, hold on. Hold on. I want to fucking comment on these long pay-per-view cries because people always fucking say this shit to me. And like, and that's like going big criticism at AW pay-per-views, right? And like all pay-per-views. It's yeah, not yeah. just AEW. But me. like exactly. And that may just be some old manisms with, oh. with McNutty. Oh. No offense. No <laughs> offense. In hot. But uh but it's you know, for like, it's they only get con- four per year, right? Is that yeah, what you're yeah, gonna yeah. say? They, no, well, not even that though. Like, if you watch the Super Bowl. The shit's four fucking plus hours. It's also too show. long. Yeah, halftime show. You watch a boxing pay-per-view, and you guys may remember coming to my apartment. It's fucking five hours long. You watch a UFC event. I literally watch a UFC event. I'll start it because West Coast. You time go to a Ring of Honor in. show at the arm, or I'm yeah. sorry, a fucking what was that wrestling we went to? The Armory. The fuck- was that- it was like seven hours. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much. Yeah, but like, so like I've. Always watch long cars, the UFC paper. If you watch a UFC event, it's fucking six hours long if you watch the prelims. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I hear people crying about the length of shit. I'm like, bro, fuck I'm off. I'm not crying. I'm not you, you, not, you, not you, but like I hear that's a common <laughs> complaint, you know? And well, I'm always like, dude, I'm into it. Fucking Monday Night Raw is three hours. Too but long. AEW's pay-per-view can't be four. You know, they do it once every <laughs> three months. Too long. Yeah. Well, I dude, I want it longer. Duke. If, you know, in a perfect world, how, how do you want this to end for for Punk and uh, just all the stuff that's going on post match? I don't like real stuff in wrestling. I'd rather not hear it, honestly. Like, I think it's a fucking shame that him and Colt Caban aren't buddies anymore. You know, like with all that love that they had for each other. Um, the elite stuff i mean obviously i'd love to see kenny omega versus cm punk who listening doesn't want to see that you know um i just it doesn't make sense for me that it's a work because he already has it's punk and mjf we just fucking did this whole joker Mm -hmm. shit to get you know to get there so it just it's weird to me i mean of course i want it to lead to punk and kenny there's so many you know, we talked about our dream matches on here. Like, Punk was in a lot of them. That's a dream There's match. There's still, like, Greg, shout out to Mortis. Um, he said a bunch of stuff that he still wants to see, like, 
Punk do in yeah. AEW. You yep. know what I mean? So like, I want to see Punk and Kenny, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I also want them to get along so they can be a successful company. Yeah, yeah be yeah. successful. You well, know? if I like, could say really quick, like we, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, mm-hmm. that became must see at that moment we didn't have the it access did, to the internet like, but at like the expense competitive of... rivalries are good right competitive rivalries but not yeah. toxic exactly like energy right if yep. i could just kind of yeah, put it that no, way for I... sure like when when that can't Sean be good and, when sean and brett finally like met in the ring like and they saved it for the ring because you can watch the behind the scenes shit like they saw each other in catering and they were like let's Let's do it in the ring. Yeah. And like when Sean says, like, you're not the only one that's been carrying this around for fucking however long it was like, that's not healthy, man. Right. So it's, like right. healthy competition is great. But like, I want this company to be successful. And if any of this shit is true, like that's my point. City is not. Yeah, it could. It could. Go, it right. could eventually like sort of damage the foundation if it is a shoe. Right. And if, if, if and because look, Punk is 45, like they already lost Cody. There's a chance maybe like what if the Bucks walked out? What if like what if what if, you know, can I make another point, too? And I've seen a lot of like old head wrestlers kind of say this on Twitter like today and last night. OK, they were like Punk got into it with uh nick jackson or whatever and he's shooting from the hip and like i see guys going shocking that the fucking wrestlers backstage with these huge egos sometimes don't fuck with each other sometimes don't mm-hmm. like each other and it's sort of like we're just in the twitter verse where everyone's looking for a scoop and everybody wants the fucking headline and they want to get clicks saying aw sucks or wwe is the worst and all this shit where this kind of stuff kind of always happens in locker yep. rooms. We just you know never what I mean? saw it. We just never yeah. got to hear and about it. And we didn't have it, a scrum know? after every pay-per-view. Right. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. with, you yeah. know, if it was post-WrestleMania 1, we might have heard Piper talk about how yeah, I didn't, about I didn't want to fucking yeah. take that loss. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. this exactly. fucking asshole yeah. coming in. You know, because like I see a lot of like old heads sort of saying the same similar things where they're like, they're like, is that new? Yeah. Like, 20 years ago that wouldn't have been used right. you know like what happens with them or like yeah the issues i think that they had, you know you i know? just we all do we all want them to be successful yeah you know and like, we I told, just hope that i feel they, like you know they don't you yeah know, we're damage. all rooting sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no you're good yeah you're we're, just saying what i'm saying you know we don't want them to damage you know relationships hey and, stuff. and like I, I defend the shit i'm defending punk right now and all that but like I love AEW. I don't want. I was going to ask you. I that. don't want any one person. Mm-hmm. To me, there's always. I always say this with my soccer team, you know, and like, you, there's no one guy that's bigger than, bigger than the team, the fucking mm-hmm. team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, that's how I feel with AEW. It's like I love Punk, mm-hmm. and it would hurt his legacy if he blatantly was trying to ruin or hurt AEW, you know, mm-hmm. but where it is as it stands right now. And he's fine to me. Cause I'm like, I don't think he said anything. Well, oh, he's, he's making it must see right yeah, now. And he's yeah. making it must see, you know, and it's like, this shit could all pay off to something. Obviously if it really hurts the company, you know, and, and, it, and, and a lot of my hatred of um, Cody and it's, and, and it's like, I play it up, you know, is because I felt like it's potentially hurting AEW, you know what I mean? Is why I kind of shit on Cody a lot more than I probably yeah. did while he was with him. You're you're part of the tribalistic fan base that is this current client. You know, wrestling. No, we, no, I'm not. 
I'm not like, so tribal. We defend what we what we love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not like, so tribal. I just I get tribal against you because you're psychotic with sometimes some of your takes. I'm the tribal. Like, chief, what are you saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Might as well. Where's your lay? <laughs> That's what you should wear next episode. Yeah. No, no but I, I, I don't want. No, nobody's bigger than the company. Right. You know? Exactly. I was going like, to ask and, you really quick before yeah. we wrap it up. Like, if punk. Let's just say this is a shoot. Let's just say EVP's threatened to walk out, but Tony Khan ain't going to let that happen. It's Punk or the Bucks and Kenny and Hangman. Let's just say that. And and then they all leave, right? And let's just say for hell the hell of it, three years from now, Punk's 48, AEW sort of kind of like implodes. Five years from now, we're talking like, are like are you going to have in a, new, in a CM Punk updated podcast, like some real like disdain for what happened? Uh, maybe i mean if he if it was something like that that hurts me i painted a crazy picture right there yeah but... yeah you know what i mean like yeah like if that if it comes to him ruining the fucking company and all that yeah i will not like punk for those reasons you know what i'm saying and it's like and it happens it happens to other guys that i love you yeah. know the rock the rock the rock used to be a top five guy for me and then he made all those movies yeah and, and not just, just the it. movies but you know <laughs> no. but like what rub was started all those shitty movies wrong, for example, what started rubbing me wrong with The Rock was like when at first when he was in Hollywood, he didn't want to be called The Rock anymore. It's just right. Dwayne, you know what I mean? It kind of distanced <laughs> himself from wrestling and it was just like, bro, it's we made you, dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody gave a fuck about the Scorpion King. It was wrestling fans. So like stuff like that. And now he's showing his, all the love in the world for it with this. Yeah, he's trying. You know, young yeah, Rock, but it hurt, it, it hurt, it hurt Rocky's uh, career for me because he used to be like a no doubter guy. Now I'm like, eh, I got to separate him himself. And, you know, so like, well, I'm not saying Punk is invulnerable to me changing my tune on him. I just think in this yeah. case, we'll see. I hope we get, you know, despite all this like shoot work, shoot stuff, I hope they don't lose sight of the talent they do have on the roster. I think Punk and Brian. As a wrestling storyline, I want to see that. You guys mentioned Omega. I would still like to see Hangman get back in the ring with Punk on a main stage. So especially now with all the shit that's been, yeah. So I hope they can still work in, you know, a lot of the the good stuff. With can uh, I ask you guys real quick, what are your thoughts on if like we're just saying like if all this Punk shit is true, but what if it's true about Hangman? He doesn't want to take advice from guys who know what they're doing. He's never done shit like Punk said, you know, and he's like, Punk pointed out, he goes, would you say that to Terry Funk's face if he was giving you fucking advice? Like, I don't take advice, dude. You I don't think I mean? it warrants like, the response Punk gave him. Like, I've there's been plenty of like cocky kids in business anyway. Even if they go to the ring and go into business for themselves and go off the script or whatever the fuck. That, that was a little, yeah, that was effed up. But I, I just feel like Punk, like a mindless fucking fuck to call a guy who like... <laughs> Wow, man, he went from zero to. I just don't know if it warranted that. What do you think, dude? You think uh, it hurts? I mean, Hangman? I like Hangman. I love so, Hangman. like it's it's hard. You know, this is why I don't like the behind the curtain shit. You the know, like I, I want to just, I want to enjoy the the wrestler that I see. You know, not so much the person that is behind the wrestler. Um, well, here we are talking about it, right? Yeah, I mean. Listen, it's part of the game now. Yeah. It's 2022. The curtain yeah. has been completely pulled back. You know, like, yeah. um, I mean, I'm always going to side with Punk, I think, honestly, because <laughs> I I feel like whatever you say about Punk, I do think that he tells truths, you know, like, and yeah. like when you tell the truth and you'll say, John, what does I that can already mean? hear your, your rebuttal is, 
the truth from his perspective. No, I wasn't even going to say that. I was going to say like dropping truth and all, but like, what does that mean? If someone comes in and walks into a room and tells you everything wrong with yourself and everything, all of your flaws, everything like, what is he, what does he accomplish by that? It's like, knock the guy down to build yourself up. I think punk has like weird, you know, insecurities, but that's beside mm-hmm. the point. So well, I don't know if, if a guy that's been in the fucking business, you know, how long's punk been around? Has it been 20 years? 20, it has to be right. 20. So like yeah. if a guy that has been at the top, in the fucking WWE, the biggest company in the world, comes up to you and he's like, hey, bud, I think you could do this differently. You know, it might mm-hmm. help you. And he's like, fuck off. I don't need your advice. Yeah. I mean, like, what the, the perfect way to like, put it with you, John, is like, if that was Cody Rhodes talking to Hangman and Hangman said, I don't take advice, and then went into the ring and started shooting on Cody, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like, well, Cody has all these fucking internal demons. And why would, and if Cody well, cut that, problem, Cody doesn't you know I mean? have it's that, just... that, that like track record though. And once again, mm-hmm. I don't think that warranted like Punk's reaction. I think like Punk could have handled that in a way where he's he not could, like making the guy not... look so like, I guess like not only mindless, but like inept, like now I got to look at Hangman and think he's a dipshit. Punk isn't the most emotionally, you know, um, what's mature. Mature. (laughs) Right. So like we've established that, you know, so like he's, we could go on and on, man. It's like the punk stuff. It's got us talking. It's got us. That's the bottom line at the end of the day. I just hope that better or worse. We all want the same thing. We want AEW to be successful. And hopefully that this, you know, this, um, what do they call it? A scrum? Yeah. Hopefully this scrum gets them, you know, publicity and it all, you know, works out. I yeah. just, it was, know. it was sports book. It was a SB nation cage side seats too, that like reported this backstage fight. So I just wanted to clear up that like the people reporting it were reputable here in quotations because wrestling journalists, you know, overall though, a them. huge week of wrestling. Huge, huge I do week. think that, um, there was good and bad in both shows. I think that the WWE is definitely taking steps in the right direction. Like, you know, um, as far as like that huge crowd and the presentation. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Again, I think their biggest problem is establishing characters that we care about, you know, 100%. And AEW, they just got to clean it up a little bit. That's all. Mm-hmm. I think that they're slightly underproduced. Yeah, they give their wrestlers freedom, but I think it might be a little too much because there's a lot of sloppiness in their matches. And I'm just I'm saying that out of love, man, because I right. want them to be successful. We do have some fun, fun shows lined up for you coming up. I know we're going to get in some overrated, underrated eventually in light of uh, some of the comments lately coming out. Our guy Sting. But plenty of uh, overrated for you. Yeah, I got plenty of underrated because I'm trying to be the optimist. But all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, no, (laughs) we're gonna see you soon with some overrated, underrated. Rate this show five stars if you can, and uh, hit the like, subscribe, hit the like, some comments, ring that bell, ring that bell, Instagram notifications, Instagram at no sold underscore podcast facebook at no sold pod check us out on spotify apple Podcasts. go to youtube watch us there we hope you enjoyed this review of the weekend it was crazy it was an all-out clash we'll catch you next time peace out for life